Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to another episode of Guys We Fuck, The anti-slut-shaming podcast. I am Corinne. I am Christina. We are here on oh. iTunes search field. Yay! Thank you again, guys. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Holy shit, this episode's so good. Yeah, we <laughs> we have a couple of things to discuss, just, but we yeah. are... This episode's really good. So let's plug some few things at the top. Number one, uh, uh, on Sunday, June 14th, Corinne and I are going to be at the Lady, uh, Lady Parts Justice. There's a carnival going on at the Creek in the Cave from 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. there is a sexual storytelling show followed by stand-up hosted by the one and only Liz Winstead and you can get tickets for this event at lpjsexstories.bpt.me We'll post that link in the description of the podcast so you can just like click it and you don't have to like remember it but you should definitely come to that because uh, it's going to be a fucking amazing, amazing evening of entertainment. Yeah and previous guest David Crabb is also going to be on the show um, and the Creek in the Cave is in Long Island City, which is Queens, but it's like one stop. Just take the seven train one stop one from Manhattan. Stop, you pussy. Um, and then also Friday, June 26th, uh, we have Nacho Bitches at New York Comedy Club. It's 11.30 p.m. We have an awesome lineup, uh, including Jessica Curson, who we've been oh, waiting God for uh, a long time to have. So you're definitely going to want to come out to that. Use code Nacho for discount tickets. Um, yeah. What's what's happening in your life? Uh, my vagina's burning when Steven comes in me. <laughs> I don't mean I just oh. you said it. But oh, I'm good. How are you? No, 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 no. I no, I said I mean I don't mean to laugh, but it was just funny because you had said that to me before we started rolling, and then like we repeated it so like it was like, a line. Oh, I gotta say it again. <laughs> Um, but yeah. you don't think that's a UTI or a yeast infection? It's not a yeast infection because yeast, you you see, you would have, and that that's normal for when you start having um, sex without a condom, as I know you guys have been doing, like, it, you would see, like, a cottage cheese, like, a little bit of So discharge. none of that, and it's not a UTI, I guess, because by this point, I'd have a fucking fever because it would spread to my kids. Well, a UTI would also be hurting you not during sex, which you're saying it's not. What the fuck is wrong you with would, me? UTIs, the, the two big things is, like, it burns when you pee anytime, not just during sex, yeah. and then also you have an urgency to pee even when you don't have to pee so when we're fucking when we're fucking like towards the end of like after like a, a couple like 10 20 like 15 minutes it starts to hurt a little but then when he comes in me it burns is he what the fuck is that about i mean oh, maybe he's doing something no he, because i feel a discomfort well There's i a mean discomfort that's never there you, this is a weird question but do you feel like the consistency or taste of his cum has changed no, but I haven't tasted his cum in a while. Because I mean, like honestly, you can take like it could be. I mean, like he hasn't burning. Done like different. he could if like sometimes like cum burns my mouth if someone eats spicy food. That's not a myth, right? But I've also felt a discomfort that is unique to this problem that mm-hmm. I have not felt previously. I hate that my vagina is so yeah. Fucking I feel like sensitive. this is an internal problem oh, that so you annoying. probably should go see someone. Yeah, because anytime you're it. having burning. That and that's not, and good. it's not consistent. It, but it's consistent when we have sex. The last like three or four times. Did you try going back to having sex with a condom? Yeah, we had the past couple times. So since it started burning when he's coming to me, mm-hmm. when we have used condoms in between that period, it doesn't burn. 
Okay, so it's something about the cum and but your But there's vagina. still a discomfort there. Yeah. That's, that's, that's unique. Okay. God damn it. And then I got my wisdom tooth out, and then my dad's got to get a new heart. It's just like, life is so busy. It's like I don't have time to get my vagina checked. <laughs> yeah. I but I got to make time. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, because you don't want to get that checked. Anything I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, and anything you're leaving is not, it's nine times out of ten, anything vagina related that's hurting you is only going to get worse, not better, yeah. by leaving it. Yeah. It's not like a cut. We're like, oh, I'll leave this little heel. Like, it's, it's not like, like And it's that. like a little itchy sometimes like very seldom because I've had an itchy vagina before mm-hmm. you put cream on that shit or it's like whatever the fuck mm-hmm. but it's not I don't know it's very random have you WebMD'd it? Ugh, no because then WebMD is just like you have cancer yeah you're cancer yourself. or you have pride or you're pregnant fuck is WebMD Huh. Uh, and I am just scarred from my mom WebMDing anything I say. Right. Like, Christina, I really think you should get a CAT scan. Like, mom, I don't have insurance. <laughs> I don't know. How you doing, girl? Um, I'm good. I've had an interesting week. I mean. What happened? Uh, well, I mean, have you ever had the experience where someone uh, that you're oh, that you're over, it's done with, you've put that book back on the shelf, you're not taking it out again, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, hypothetically comes over to you at a birthday party of a mutual friend and makes a big point of telling you that they basically love you and want to be in a committed relationship with you. And then when you try to actually take matters into your own hand, you're like, okay, let's make this work. And then like kind of like uh, just doesn't do the same on their end. Have you ever had the experience? That's a unique to you problem. <laughs> right. Okay. Wait. That's what I thought. God, guys are so weird with you. They're either obsessed. Yeah. yeah. And then you give them an inch. And this is someone who's been like, been not, I'm not going to say obsessed. He's not that kind of a person. Um, Thank God. But uh, very into the Corinne product. The brand. <laughs> the that Corinne is Corinne brand. Fisher. <laughs> but for, then when you take the lead, years. he's like, no, never mind. It wasn't even taking the lead. It was just like, I feel like I've, I, I, I if I, you know, would want to be in a relationship, I need to put fucking put some a little bit of work or care yeah, into you it absolutely should and like not even a lot but just like uh okay you know what let's let let let's actually try this for real yeah yeah and then and then he pulls out not even metaphorically just like almost like you know hot hot and cold to borrow from Katy perry you know i, I don't there, have you talked to this person of it's, like it's what the it's fuck, so dude? hot and cold that it's almost hard to get this person in a place where i can talk oh to. that is a difficult it's that difficult oh, too many no it's too that's well, too complicated yeah, that's on thing. his he's making it too complicated it's like but it's almost like it's at this point it's just like yeah now i'm disinterested again but it's also like i just almost like want to solve the riddle right because it's like well you fucking went so far as what? to tell me yeah just like what was the the point because there's nothing uh, that irritates me more than getting my time wasted that's like my the number one way to piss me off so he came up to a birthday party and he was like yo I really like you. Yeah, like I was ignoring him. He he had been banned from my pussy for something he did, which is that. I mean, that's a whole another story. But just sexual or emotional. Um, just I asked him. I just asked him very nicely not to have sex with someone, and he did. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Very fucking nicely. Mm -hmm. And 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 we. And you know what? I don't know if I explained before beforehand why it was important to me that he didn't. And then we talked about it after, and I thought we'd come to an understanding. So I was okay with it then. I'm like, I'm not completely fucking stubborn. Like, right, right. Explained to me in a way that I was like, I get what you're saying, and this all happened at the birthday party because I was like completely not talking so to him. Game he came over to me and he was like, awesome. it crushed me that you didn't say hello to me, and I was like, well, listen, the I'm not too happy with you right now. Yeah, but then we had a talk, whatever, and he like put shit on the line, and I was like, okay, you, you just you were moved by it exactly. I was moved by it. 
Oh, that's that was his boombox John Cusack boombox moment. And then you were moved by it, so you acted upon that, mm-hmm. which you should absolutely do because you're like a fucking person. I decided and to handle it person. like a mature adult. Good for you. And then he was like, uh, I mean, I don't know. Never mind. Yeah. And like, oh, just kind of God, childish, like, t- like tweeting things and like, at you or, and like also like fl- flirting with other people, like on the, uh, on the, like, like, what are we he, doing? Okay. So he, what are we doing? He doesn't know what the fuck he wants. What is happening? That's annoying. D- going on this tweet rampage yesterday or a couple days ago about how he just wants someone to um, hang out that he wants to hang out with, that wants to hang out with him sometimes after this conversation. I mean, no, this. I mean, this was a, the, the 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 long stretches, but you know, it was fucking related. It was related. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, I I know what you're saying here, and I and I I only mean, but I I had this. I actually thought he was someone who didn't want to be in a, a, a relationship, so I had the very specific so conversation this is the with him. I put you in. I, I had yeah, I, I had this very specific conversation with him that was just like you have expressed that you have never been faithful in the past. I am looking currently, if I'm going to get into something, it's going to be something serious. Like, it's either just fuck buddy or something serious. I don't want some, like, dick around boyfriend who's going to annoy me and waste my time. I'm very very busy. Um, And he was like, no. He was like, you're my girl. Like, this is, I'm going to make it work for you. And then he goes on to say, but listen, what you need to know about me is if we're going to do this, I'm going to give all of myself to you. This is real stuff. Yes, please. but and, and I know this sounds cheesy, but he's black, so it's not cheesy. Like if a white person said that to me, I'd be yeah, like, "Yeah, it's very true." Black guy has a way of like <laughs> he's, just saying he's it. Black, like, so it's okay. Right, yeah. Um. But yeah. Fuck. That's so annoying. Exactly. You've not gotten down to the bottom of this. Yet. I don't have the opportunity. I don't know. To. And now it's in that point where it's like childish and and social media is about. I'm like, what what's happening? Just like we're just oh, being ridiculous. God damn it! The games, games, too old for games. No yeah. one's. You know what? No, we're all too I old for games. Mind I don't even mind games, but if it's like a fun game, yeah, right? But this it, is like when it when it goes into like 87 rounds of Monopoly, and we're want? just like, can we end this? Oh god, that's so annoying. Cause then you're like, well, I now I want to fucking end it. But then what you said to me was so convincing that I fucking fuck you, dude. Yeah, and mm. then I also think I have a, a lesbian crush, like on a lesbian, but like an actual crush, like a yeah. I mean, she's very attractive, and then she like posted a picture, and then she like like lost like some weight, and like she looks pretty pretty good. And I was like, oh, this is a problem. I haven't had a crush on you're a actually, girl. You're like sexually attracted to her. Yeah, I haven't had a, cr- a crush on a woman since. I was in the eighth grade. Oh, wow. Marcella in my geometry class had a big crush on her. But that was like more like a girl crush. I don't think. Right. I don't think I wanted. Oh, no, that wasn't eighth grade. What am I talking about? That was sophomore year. Sophomore year. Of college or high school? Of high school. Yeah. Sorry. I'm like flipping around. Yeah. Sophomore year. God, Corinne, I was going to (laughs) say. Just for my own mental health. Well, could you fuck her? Or would she want to? I don't you? know how to fuck a girl, but Ugh. I would try. Let me tell you, it's not easy. And she's very you make an manly. Okay Cupid profile and get really wasted. She's very manly. <laughs> that's hot, but that's what I like. I mean, like, and I also like tend to like people with like a very androgynous look. Mm, I love yeah. that. Oh, nothing gets me off more than an androgynous look. Yeah, I hear you. So that's Bruno right. Mars, baby. Oh yes, looks like such a lesbian. It's so <sighs> hot. Yes. <laughs> um, we both. Well, I fucking I don't keep me updated on that. That's fucking. I, there's no conclusion of just. <laughs> there's like, just an ellipsis. Figure the fuck what's going on. Like figure out what's going on. 
when you can. Yeah, it's almost like I don't. I'm like, do I make a you like a YouTube video and send him? I'm not sure. I was like gonna write an email, but I was like, I don't. I'm fucking well, sick. Yeah, I'm sick no. of writing men. Did you send emails. him a text? I'm, I'm sick of fuck? receiving emails with feelings and shit. Like last time I received an email about feelings, I now I like it's the person's like in another country with a girlfriend. Like, I don't need. <laughs> I don't fucking need emails right. about feelings. Well, and you know, yeah, and that's always uh, yeah. It should go seamlessly. Like mm-hmm. it seemed like it was going, but then it took a fucking turn. No, it doesn't it have like, to be seamless. It just has to be just not happen naturally. I would just like I don't think it's too much to ask for a relationship that doesn't annoy me. It's not too much. I mean, can I can I not be annoyed? Yes, you cannot be annoyed. It's like, and I know I seem like I'm a person who is annoyed all the time. Honestly, I'm really not. Like, not that much stuff bothers me. If you're stupid, on a day to day, then you're annoyed by a stupid stupidity. Really annoys oof, you, and the stupidity oof, annoys me too. Oof. Well, keep me updated on that. That anyway. I've, I've, I've hmm. yeah. So this, so That's really moving annoying. on from that. Uh, this past week, Christine and I both watched a documentary called Hot Girls Wanted. I know some of you guys have also watched it. It's on Netflix streaming. Uh, it was like the toast of Sundance this year, and also produced by Rashida Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it focused on the amateur porn industry, and uh, one of the things that it said in the very beginning was the, the the porn star that's portraying the girl next door is being replaced by the actual thing, a fucking girl next door. Exactly. A fucking 18-year-old chick mm-hmm. who finds an ad on Craigslist, presumably titled Hot Girls Wanted, and decides she wants to leave her podunk fucking town and try something new. Mm-hmm. Now, this video, this 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 video, this fucking documentary, <laughs> this little video thing that Rashida did, like filled with her iPhone, made me uh, a lot of, a range of emotions. I live tweeted some of it. I, I know some people were watching that. I... <sighs> How did you, did you watch it alone? No, I watched it with Steven. Okay. And now Steven used to date a porn star. So right. he knows a lot about the porn industry. So he inserted comments about the porn industry that I knew he was going to because he has experience. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get it. I get it. And his experience is valid. But, but, but uh, look, I was 18 once. Mm-hmm. Weren't you? Yeah. The the most alive I felt, I, this reminded me of this, when the girls were describing why they chose to get a paid flight to Miami mm-hmm. to live in this house full of women and one male agent who was mm-hmm. essentially their pimp. It's, a, it's it was this it was the same fucking Yeah, what scenario. it was it called Hussie's models. Hussy models. Hussy models. Red flag numero uno. <laughs> but okay. When you're fucking 16, 17, 18 years old, yeah. the biggest thrill that I got Two here's two of the biggest thrills that I got. One was when I first started developing. I was very overdeveloped for like a 15 year old. I had a right. double D and a tiny ass waist and a big old ass, right? And I first became aware of the sexual power that I commanded by just wearing tight clothes. Mm-hmm. I would walk around the mall. I think I've talked about this on the podcast. I would walk around my local mall by myself and just rake in the looks. Mm-hmm. Like the looks from guys I would just get stared at because mm-hmm. my body was fucking phenomenal. Like it was just great. It was really but, good. So you were and doing I, this because you liked I it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I fucking loved it. And that was as far as I was comfortable taking the attention, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. It didn't result in me doing porn or me stripping or me fucking a ton of dudes. Or But that, for me, that was my personal comfort level with it. Right. And then another thing that gave me the best, the biggest thrill in my life when I was in high school was telling dating a guy who lived in allentown pennsylvania or no millersville my darren Mm -hmm. was on the podcast he went to millersville university i lived two and a half hours away i would tell my mom i was going to a sleepover at my friend shore house and i would take my honda accord and drive it to millersville pennsylvania and the first time i remember this i'll never forget this the first time i lied to my parents and said i'm going to melissa's shore house and i hopped on to 76 the highway and i fucking bolted it 
two and a half hours to Millersville, Pennsylvania, I felt so alive. Yeah. That was the most alive I've ever felt in my whole life. It was the first feeling of freedom. And what I saw in yeah. this movie, in this documentary, was these girls trying to get that through uh, answering an ad on Craigslist and then ultimately ending up doing porn. And then ultimately, oh, God, it was so disgusting. the way they do, Doing things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And how un... Oh God! It was so, I was so grossed out by the end. I was so fucking disgusted by the end of it. Yeah, it was an interesting experience for me. I watched it alone. Um, as I, that's my favorite way to watch a movie, though. I, totally. I watched it, especially al- a documentary alone. I mean, I pro- I mean, I'm pretty sure there was a Domino's pizza involved, and I, in a hoodie, laying on the couch, and I mean, just crying a lot. Yeah, like crying a I lot. Identified a lot with the notions of what they were. Yeah, pausing to take notes. I didn't see yeah, for me. Lot. I actually took a lot of notes. I think I didn't. I didn't so much identify with a lot of it only because um, t- if if you need to f- have this like need to feel free, that means you once f- felt trapped. There's never been a time in my be- life. Well, it's also called being a teenager. Yeah, when I really felt trapped, to be honest. I've never really felt trapped. I mean, there were times growing up in Union, New Jersey, where I felt like these people just don't fucking get me. But I never felt trapped because I know I'm like, I live right by New York City. I'm going to go. It's going to yeah. be fine. Like, I always knew that was exactly what was going to happen. Right. So that Very was, near. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I was impatient at times. Like, senior year of high school, I was like, can we get this fucking over with? But I, I never felt trapped, really. Um but uh, it, it brought me back to a time in middle school. I remember very vividly being in middle school, uh, sitting in the gym uh, on the bleachers on a day when we weren't doing jack squat, telling everybody that I wanted to be a porn star. Like there was a time when I really wanted to That's be a porn right. star. I remember you. Saying like I that. wanted to be a porn star, and I don't even. I mean, I don't even think I knew. I don't hadn't seen porn for sure at that time. I didn't know what porn was. The first time I ever watched porn, and it was softcore core porn was the day I graduated high school at my friend Robin's house and it was totally Mm. that was the first time I mean I I I um started didn't start anything like super sexual until college and I mean then it kind of fast forwarded but you know once you get it in yeah but I just kind of felt that there was uh I always felt very comfortable with being myself and I was like, I just want to be open. And even back then, I didn't even know what slut shaming was, but I was like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being sexual and being on yeah. camera and stuff. And I just and none was, of these girls yeah. seemed to they felt seemed to feel the same way. Right. Until and until they fucking wind up getting forced fucked mm-hmm. with a dick in their mouth. Right. And they, the one Ava Taylor was her porn name. Right. She she was saying how oh god this fucking disgusted me so much. She did a cream pie. Yes, scene. yes, yes. And she said uh she said I don't even I know you know what it wasn't Ava Taylor. It was one of the porn. I don't know. It was know the which- blonde who's not Ava Taylor. It was Lucy. She said, I did a cream pie scene, which honestly, I didn't fucking know what that was Mm -hmm. until I watched the documentary. It's when a guy comes and you squirt it out of your vagina. Yeah. That, ew, but okay, whatever. If a guy wants to watch that, he wants to watch it. I I don't get it. Well, I mean, it's just like it comes inside you and then it just, but you push the lips to make it ooze out. I mean, it seems grosser than it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like watching that shit on porn, but I, I I get the appeal. Right. Um. She said, well, they gave me an extra hundred bucks for a cream pie Plan B is only 40, so I made an extra 60. Oh, that wasn't the blonde one. That was the The Latino girl. No, that was the tall brunette. They're they're all... There's so many. Yeah, I know who you mean. Anyway, anyway, she was excited that she made an extra 60 bucks. Yeah. 
but she had to take the plan B and she didn't give a shit. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. girl, no. Yeah. You didn't want to fucking do that. Yeah. Take nothing. Like, I, I was just screaming at the television. I was like, just fucking take control. Like, you well, think also the this fact is that they're not control? on birth control is fucking oh, insane. And, and, and okay, this is this is the big debate that I had with Steven. And, and we ultimately came to an agreement. And he, he articulated it in a way that I couldn't at the time because I was so angry. I'm not pro-censorship, right? Mm-hmm. We obviously are not pro-censorship. No. These 18 and abused porn videos, mm-hmm. these spitting on these 18-year-old girls' mouths, mm-hmm. these fucking, I'm going to invite this 18-year-old girl over and she doesn't know I'm going to fuck her, mm-hmm. but she, re- like, she, she, you could see that she doesn't want to do it on video. Yeah, well, I told you that when that scarred me, yeah. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking rapey. Yeah. And it's gross. And here's the thing, like, and this is only speaking to heterosexuality. I know there's all kinds of sexuality, but I'm only speaking to the straight community because that's a community that I live in. Right. That shit's fucking gross. It's repulsive. And there's BDSM. There is kink that is healthy, that is that is consensual. It's so obvious in these videos that these girls are just trying to get a fucking couple grand and they want to get away from their fucking parents in their small town. Well, and also it's discussed in the documentary, isn't it, that an 18-year-old's brain is not fully actually developed. Fully de- developed I think they talked about that uh I believe at some point so it's like but even still I mean like these these are kids I know and I know and it really feels like they're getting and taken I advantage am a of big so hard. advocate of personal responsibility that being said they're, they're working with adults and you know what is right what is wrong and what and when someone feels uncomfortable and when someone is doing things for the wrong reasons and it, it came out slowly but surely out of I think every every girl featured in the documentary there was some sense of low self-esteem that that was displayed by everyone like low self-esteem and that yeah. they were doing this to get either the approval uh, of of men their parents es- escape something and that, and that they had very low like the scene oh the, my the, my least favorite scene was the the scene where the one girl who's new to the house is doing the, the photo one who came shoot. in on the bus. Yeah. Um. Oh the f- oh the one, god that fucking shithead that's photographer. That's Brooklyn. I think that's Brooklyn. Oh. So she so she's on she's she you know she's an eighteen year girl she doesn't know how to pose sexy. Great for her. That's good. I think when you're eighteen maybe you shouldn't know how to pose sexy. That's in awesome. a thong. She was in a thong topless. Yeah. So right? she's in that this fucking and this has oh, everything to do with god. it. So don't fucking bellyache me. This fucking fat loser Disgusting. with glasses. Oh. Greasy hair photographer who his job is f- he photographs hussies models in some fucking <laughs> trash house in Miami. Is he? He's not. Oh, fuck you, dude! I hope you get your dick cut off. He is giving this girl notes. She's like, you know, he, and he's telling her, look at this other girl. Look how she does it. And the first time he like gives her a compliment or like says that you know something looks good, she lights up. If you, oh, oh my god, that was the most heartbreaking. The years of therapy. You give a shit about what that that fucking, you need. Oh. If some gross ass photographer who you don't know or some hot ass photographer, any photographer, anyone you don't know, if if a moment of them complimenting you unless this Lights is someone life. yeah unless this is fucking Annie Leibovitz you know and you know in which case like be honored <laughs> just just insanity insanity I I, I encourage I to punch the screen if you have Netflix it's on in, in demand on instant Netflix just watch it please and I and I and I would Tweet love to hear thoughts. I would Email love us. to hear from guys who like watching this kind of porn I'm not saying you're an animal but it's fucking rapey I rape maybe rapey isn't the right word it was hard for but me because uh, the girl doesn't want to be there it, it, yeah she physically is there 
But it's gross, dude. When they when when they saw them filming the girl getting spit on, and then afterwards right. they interviewed her, and she was like, "That was fucking disgusting. Why did I, like, right. I, I didn't sign that wasn't in the agreement that we did." And then when we were filming, you just did it. Oh God, it's like taking like I get the I'm gonna pretend to be the babysitter, and the dad kid's dad is gonna fuck me, and he's gonna take advantage. Of, yeah, I get that. That's a hot scenario. But in these in these videos that mm-hmm. this documentary is focusing on. It's not, it just, the consent is there, but it's not, you'll, you'll hear about it in the, inter- the amazing interview we're about to have uh, with Dante yeah. Nero, but it's like, you feel it. It's a feeling of, of that girl doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And I mean, I, I honestly, I, there was only like the, the force blow job one that the uh, Mate- Latina MILF force does. Face fucked. Yeah. MILF at 26. God 25. I thought she started. Oh, 20, yeah. yeah, you're right. 25. And, um, and that, and that, so that was the only one that I thought was kind of like borderline too aggressive, but the most fucked up part of all was how I felt when I turned the documentary off because I was at the same time aroused disgusted and depressed and I'm a woman it's confusing so I can only imagine <laughs> what a dude is feeling yeah. and I don't I don't know I want to hear so conflicted about I, porn I'm interested in like they, they talk about the ads you see when you're watching like tube sites like red tube and Pornhub and you just whatever of 18 and abused right I don't get it yeah I don't get it I I I I I want to know what like a guy who jerks off to that. If you wouldn't mind writing a sorry about last night show at gmail dot com, what do you get out of that? I don't. I mean, I I'm don't, not not in a criticize. I'm just. I don't know. I don't. I don't understand. A little bit of the views I get, and I mean, they said in the documentary but that teens is the most popular search word within porn. And for me, a hundred percent, I always put teens in. The so search. do I. Like Sasha Gray, she fucking owns every scene she does. I'm it's guilty. Amazing. Of it. I put goth um, teens every uh, time. That redhead chick who's super hot. What the fuck is her name? I know you're Faye Valentine. Mm-hmm. Faye Reagan. She goes by like both names. I don't fucking know. She's super hot. She's like a teen. She would be under the category of teen. But one of the reasons why it's so hot and one of the reasons why women are like, like rape fantasy, one of the, the part that makes that hot is the trust. I do not want to reenact a rape fantasy with a guy if I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. And I say rape, like if I don't trust him, that's not even a little bit on the table. The reason that is so hot is because I trust him and I know that if I feel uncomfortable, he'll he'll stop. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the hot part about that. That's part of it. Yeah, it was interesting because I I, I will say on the upside, I thought a lot of and or most of the men that were, were depicted in the documentary or you know interviewed were actually pretty okay people. Yeah. Well, the one guy, that one porn actor who was a lot older, uh-huh. fucking the younger chick, yeah, the, the hot girl with the glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. he seemed like he wanted to die. He was like, this girl does not want to fuck yeah, he me, didn't and she be didn't there either. She did not. She was like, I'm not turned on by him. This and is he not wasn't a, person. a gross guy by any means. He was a little gross. I mean, he was just like he was just like a, he was a nice overly guy, tanned yeah. dude. No, so I, I mean, he was he, leathered. Yeah, he just seemed. He didn't seem. But he seemed like a. He his, seemed clean and like an okay human being. Yeah, and well, that was an interesting moment for me because I was like, I am heartbroken for this dude, and I am heartbroken for this chick because mm-hmm. they don't. He doesn't mind being there. She doesn't want to fuck him. He knows she doesn't want to fuck him, and she's just doing it to get paid. Yeah, and he's treating it like a real job. He's like asking for like notes on the fucking scene and stuff. Yeah, and I'm kind of like, oh, that guy's. I I mean, very conflicting. Watch, just watch it. And then another part of me is saying, well, I mean, are they? These guys know they're on camera, so I mean, all the shit that maybe goes on that these men might say off camera is not that's true happening because you know a documentary is basically as real as it can get without bugging someone's house and you know you hope to follow someone around so much that the real them will eventually come out no matter what yeah but you still know you're on camera so 
Who the fuck knows? It, I, I so, just like you. So I left that documentary feeling really angry, really sad, aroused a little bit. Yeah. I still like watching porn. And I just but, don't know. Uh, you know what? It's so funny. Yeah. I think not that night, but the next night I was like, uh, ended up like being up late. And usually like I'll watch porn late at night. Like if Steven's already in bed, like I'll just watch porn and, and masturbate. But I couldn't watch porn. Yeah. So I had to like go off of my thoughts. But my thoughts were still the porn that I like. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so now I'm confused. Yeah, I don't know, but that's something I think to chew on and discuss. And I, you know, I we on the podcast, I you know, we, we both try to be as sex positive and as pro sex worker as we can. But when something feels weird, but when you're getting enough information, weird. and also, I mean, going back to the interview that we had with Misty Dawn, you know, doesn't seem, you know, there seems to be a lot of bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, porn industry, and you know what? Yep. That's that. Right. Um, what's not bad, however, is the interview uh, that we're about to play for you. We had the opportunity to sit down with a wonderful comedian, uh, relationship expert, former stripper, former, former pimp, pimp, former fencer. Uh, fencer, yeah, and uh, one of the hosts of the Beige Phillips show. I'm so glad that he finally was able to come on the podcast. Joseph Vesey and James Goff both recommended him, and I want to thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of our favorites. Dante, Dante Nero. Nero. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. I like to make money get turned. Got the white girl talking like the work. I like to make money get I feel like first we should start because you can't see Dante. Maybe you've Googled him. <laughs> an image. Yeah, this is this is an image. So he walks in. Number one, he has a cane, which he says is because of an injury, but it also <laughs> right, has right, skulls right. at the top of it like he purchased it for some other reason. Who had it custom made? Uh, I've actually, I had the cane. Let's he, just he say. He had a guy in like Ireland <laughs> spend 10 years and he mailed it. <laughs> and now you're, and you're wearing blue. Is this alligator? Is this snake? Uh, uh, it, these are uh, alligator. Okay. Um, they are badass. They alligator, you'll usually when you go to alligator shoes, they'll either do the belly. Uh-huh. Or the rich. The <laughs> Good to I know. like how you're talking like we have purchased alligator <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you, wear before. <laughs> you get a nice, I bought a nice pair of alligator pumps for a girl before. So <laughs> Of course you did. You gotta, wow. you gotta, you gotta know the difference. Um, <laughs> and, and the watch is, is as big as my head. <laughs> it's so big. It's so nice. Is that Thank a very you. expensive watch? It's pretty expensive. It looks very expensive. You mm. look, you, you're dressed in the nines. Thank you. Skull pinky ring. Uh, almost, not full sleeves but a lot of tattoos on the arms and then what how would you explain what's in your ear yeah what well, the okay, fuck the, is that man <laughs> <laughs> it's um it, this is a it's a it's a i stretched my earlobe okay but it's buffalo horn and bone okay what, what kind did of, you who, kill it yourself bone? no a friend of mine the actually was a piercer actually uh got it from ghana from west ghana brought it back Whew. for me so God he's damn. but i've had it for i don't know maybe about 18 years do you never Damn. take it out? I take it out to clean it, but, oh, okay. but I sleep with it. And really? Just, yeah, what? it doesn't bother me. You've never like accidentally yet ripped? No, because it's, it's, first of all, it's, it's because it's natural. It's a natural uh, mm. um, piece, because it's Buffalo Home, so it's light. It looks a lot heavier than oh, it is. Oh, okay. So it's light, and it's um, and it's pretty durable, and, and so it's, 
you know, this was actually a regular hole, like a regular earring that I just stretched and right. just about a half inch. It's so funny because you're such a nice guy. <laughs> but have I see you going, coming down the street towards me without any knowing you, I'd be like, I'm going to go yeah. very fast <laughs> and run away. But you're so nice to meet you like a skull through the ear. You know. do, do you get that? Do people have that reaction yeah, to you yeah, who I don't do. know I you? mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've had my times where I, you know, I used to hustle and I, uh, I, I was a male stripper for about 11 years. I, Get right into it, uh, yeah. I pimped for about seven years. Before, after, now or you're... during stripper? Uh, it kind of, they kind of bridged. It kind of... Cross. Yeah, what happened was... Um, I, I was just a... see you stripping and be like, yo, you want to work for me later? <laughs> well, also, Dante just said, I pimped like eight. Like, I was in advertising. Like... <laughs> well, I, I, uh, well, what happened was I was... I was uh, I was a male stripper, and somebody approached me to run a, a strip club to manage a strip club. Okay, because you were that good at stripping. Uh, I I was pretty good with the ladies. Let's just say very organized. Uh, just very well. organized. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> I would. That's a good way to put it. Um, and um, this guy asked me to manage the, the the strip club, manage the girls in the strip club, and this was right around the time when uh, Rudy Giuliani became mayor cleaning up yeah he was cleaning everything up and he had passed all these vice laws this is when he was cleaning up 42nd street and he he actually had gotten a lot of guys locked up from the south street seaport all the, all the mobsters from the south street seaport hmm. on the rico law you know i don't know if you know what the no, rico law rico that? law is okay if i'm a criminal and uh you hang out with me you were a criminal. Oh, that's too. not fair. So it was criminal not, by association. Yes. Okay. And so a lot of the indictments that got Rudy Giuliani put into the position as the top cop or the top attorney general was all of those those mob arrests that he initially got were turned overturned because they were unconstitutional. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, that yeah. has nothing to do with anything if yeah. you're just like getting a milkshake at yeah. a diner. Yeah, like so if you a, got a cousin a and your family members are mobsters, they can lock you up. And that's really how they were able to pressure and bring down the whole South Street Seaport with the mobsters wow. and the mafia. Right. But he also used that in, in extensively, like if you had a strip club, your strip club, had, they were, I, I don't know I don't know how long you guys been doing comedy, but... Okay. Well, I mean, I've been, I, I mean, I know like living in the city, I've lived in the city for 12 years because I was okay. moving here right when like I moved here when Hell's Kitchen was like not a safe place okay. before okay. the gay community so cleaned it up. I don't know if you know, yeah. there was a time when gay. you had, if you had a strip club, you had to have, it was a 60-40 split. Like you had to have 40, you had to have 40% of a regular business. Oh, okay. And 60%, this was a law. What's a regular business? Like uh, like a comedy club. So oh. you had a lot of strip clubs that had a strip club. There used to be a comedy club called the Gramercy Comedy Club, awesome. which was a gentleman's club on one side and it was a comedy club on the other that's side. amazing why don't yeah. they have any more of those well uh because they don't it doesn't work yeah because <laughs> everybody, guess everybody wants sucks. to go and look at tits they'd rather see titties <laughs> than have a little so, I'd, ra I'd also rather go look at tits. <laughs> why not right <laughs> um so this was a time when they, there was all these laws about nudity and how far you could be away from a woman when she was nude and there was no alcohol if it was an all-new club there was no alcohol right. it was I've all been these to the juice one yeah paradise yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paradise, the goat, <laughs> Sue's rendezvous, all these yeah. places. Sue's rendezvous. And uh sounds so sweet, right? Oh, Sue. She's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> and um so what happened was I was working this club and the girls would turn tricks 
while they were giving lap dances. What turn tricks mean? Uh, have sex. They okay. were having sex in the club. Figured. You know how Chris. Oh, I thought it. you were just asking for the audience. Like, I was really hey, uh, let me pull some doves out of my <laughs> hat. You want to? You want to? <laughs> pull, pull a feather out of my pussy? Or? I I apologize for my vernacular here. No, no. <laughs> I assume that's what it meant, but okay. then I never want to assume. All right, fair enough. So, um, and I would argue with them, like, stop. Stop fucking in the club. Stop fucking in the club. I just right. was fighting with them. Sue, stop, stop fucking. Stop fucking. How many times do I have to tell you? Extensive. Get off that dick, Sue. <laughs> and um, and then it kind of hit me. It was like clearly they wanna they wanna fuck for money. So I organized it and took it outside of the club. What a natural progression. I said, I'm a businessman, so yeah. it just seemed like a really You're a an great business. Guy. How old are you? I'm. I just turned 49. Okay. So were you born and raised here? Yeah. I'm born in Brooklyn. What were the, what did your early years look like? Were you fucking a lot? I yeah. feel like you uh, were. Yeah, I feel like yeah. you've always been fucking. Yeah, I've been fucking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot Who's of fucking. fucking a lot? Who's fucking a lot? Um, I lost my virginity. I was about 11. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Walk I, us through that. I, 11. Uh, who well, to who? It was a babysitter. Like a babysitter. Oh, wait yeah, a Yeah, a little second. older babysitter. How old? I think she was like 14. Okay, so. 15, something like that. That's like, that's pimp status from day it, one, though. Well, I mean, I mean, you know. Wow. It, Did you like, how, had you been working her for a couple? Well, no, I was actually, I, I don't I, I don't want to say the victim, but I was. Uh, <laughs> the victim. You know, the, I was a willing participant, but I, my mom for years babysitted kids. That was like her thing. She did day daycare. Okay. And so even before I was born, she was doing daycare. Uh-huh. And so there was a group of guys who were much older who she had raised mm-hmm. when I was 11 and they were eight, 17, 18 like that. And I, and I could hang out with them because my mom raised them from when they were really small. It's like family almost. Yeah. And, and um, they didn't um, you know, I mean, it was weird because my mom let an 11-year-old kid hang out with these 17 and 18-year-old oh, guys. Oh, much older, yeah. But, it, but they were like my older brothers, right. and so it was okay. So I could hang out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning with them as long as I was at their house. Mm-hmm. But if you know anything about 17, 18-year-old kids, they're just horny. All they do is look at porn, get drunk, smoke weed, and, and talk about girls. All the fun stuff, fun, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so my, my uh, indoctrination into sex was... Was really porn? What Just, kind? Where Where did you get the porn? Because when you were eleven, there wasn't was internet. Eight millimeter. Holy shit! You had to thread the projector. That's <laughs> amazing. Wait, yeah. wait, what? How yeah. did you get a hold of eight millimeter porn? We, you had a. You had. You could buy it. Yeah, right you on, could you just, should be yeah. able to buy it right on 42nd oh, Street. Yeah. And oh then there was like peep shows and stuff too yeah, going go, on, right? Yeah, they used to yeah. they used to play the peep shows extra they put a hat on me and sneak me Man. into the peep shows. You this yeah. is this is like Inspector Gadget real New York. Like yeah. I love this. Yeah. This is amazing. See, this is what I love I love New York and you know, it's nice that it's safe for everyone now, but it it does it's missing a real little bit boring. of zest. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It, oh, it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely is. I mean, we and if we didn't do that, you could you could pay $5 and watch like six karate films right on 42nd Street. Oh, cool. Just, they just run one after the other. It was insane. Wow, why'd he clean that up? That sounds fun. Yeah, it was, it was all fun. Still peep I shows. mean, the peep show's a lot of fun too, so, but... Um, so when did you first, when did you first, when did you first masturbate? When you were like three? Uh, <laughs> he came out masturbating. I, I um, this was kind of a shower thing and I was kind of, it was weird because, you know, some guys talk about their first masturbation is with pillows. Have you ever heard where they yeah, fuck the bed? Yeah, they put in between. Okay, yes. you know, it was, mine was kind of like a, 
like a, a circular motion on the head. I was like, wow, this feels good. And then, <laughs> then I didn't leave the I didn't leave the house for the weekend. Yeah. Like I was just, I'm good <laughs> here, Ma. You go out. And I was like, I'll, I'll be fine. But um, <laughs> my whole indoctrination was these older guys who okay. were very uh, adamant about what you need to do. When I was 11 years old, they were, I remember them saying to me, "If you do not go down on your girl, she can be taken." Right. I mean, they weren't Which wrong. Is, no, they weren't wrong. <laughs> I but, was like, that was actually pretty good advice. But I, but I'm in, you know, fourth, fifth grade, and I'm trying to convince some little pissy panty girl. <laughs> Look, I, I need to. Can she's you like, imagine some like, guy? Do what? Why? Do, do, why? Dante, do you know why you're in the principal's office? <laughs> no, <laughs> trying to lick your classmate's pussy in social studies. And I was, That's you know, so friend, I was, I was French kissing in second grade. Were you good? Uh, no, it was probably all slobbery. All saliva. Yeah, yeah but you probably saliva. got better at sexual yeah. stuff way earlier than a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah, I did. So tell me about the night that you were 11 years old and you got your babysitter. Fuck you. Well, my babysitter oh. was actually, she was kind of the, she was kind of like, uh, she was highly developed. Mm-hmm. We used to, her she we used to, her nickname was Forty Duwa, which means oh, she had double D forty double D yeah, breasts, yeah. and she was like fourteen years old. Yeah, that and, was me. And and she was kind of, uh, you know, she was just because she was so developed. Yeah, because your body kind of sometimes yeah. dictate like society reacts to you in a certain sure, way, so then you start were, acting. Yeah, and yeah. So she had slept with all the guys. Well, oh, some goodness. of them. Uh huh. And and then they were like, "We're gonna get you laid." And you're gonna fuck her. Wow. Okay. And, and she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "Yeah." So now, how did how are you doing uh, with your development? Like, uh, what's an eleven year old dick like? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess it was okay. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, I I would say this: the first time I I I, I actually went down on her. Uh-huh. The first time you. I went, you know, it was just what to Did you know what you were doing? Uh Oh my god. I, I had watched a lot of porn and so that was, you okay. know, and so I, you go down and you, you know, I was doing positions A-B-C-B-B-B. and whatever, you know, and uh and we got through it. I guess. <laughs> how, how long did you last? I, I was um, but well, I had done a lot of jerking off by then, so I I let you were I, a pro. Yeah, I did pretty good. I mean, I, I was, you know. Wow, so, I am so just so, so impressed what, right now. What did you and those seventeen, eighteen year old guys think of this fourteen year old girl? Do, do, were you like she's like a goddess, or were you like she's a f- slut that I want to fuck? Or how, um, what was your attitude at that point? I'm trying to think. Or what I think, was their attitude? That's what I'm most curious about. Because you're you're a kid, so you're impressionable. I, they were a little. She, she was a little dizzy, and they were a little disrespectful at times. If I think about it, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I think so? that's how we. Yeah, I, would, just, I couldn't have really imagined it any other way. Right, right. I mean, just even like just a, think like a 17 year old kid is kind of disrespectful in most anything, to everybody. Yeah. In anything, in yeah. anything they do, church, yeah. this, that, which was interesting because I was an altar boy in the whole nine yards. <laughs> I, was, I went to Catholic school, right? Um. And then uh, I actually started fencing. I was fencing. It's, it's a weird story. You are like a, a well-rounded superhero. Yeah. Fencing. <laughs> so my, my dad worked for the parks department. Uh-huh. There was a guy, one of the first black guys that was actually supposed to go to the Olympics in fencing playing oh, wow. saber. And Holy he, shit. the summer before he went, he was running on the beach, popped his Achilles heel and <gasps> just... So he ended up taking a civil service job at the Parks Department, New York City Parks Department. You ever see, I don't know if you ever see the guys in the all green. Yeah. And he worked for recreation and he taught uh, inner city kids how to fence. I mean, very respectful, but that's a blow. Was he bitter? 
Uh, no, he was a really good teacher. I mean, wow. I, I, I would imagine he was bitter, but he was a really good teacher. But he his, didn't let it show, if anything. That's... One of his students actually won the first bronze medal in Sabre, probably in oh, the 90s. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so. Holy shit. So um, I got into it, and um, I was pretty good at it. And I ended up getting a scholarship, a partial scholarship oh. to SUNY New Pulse fencing. Lost your virginity at 11, then got a fencing scholarship. Well, I mean, I went to, I went to, I went to Catholic high school, then I went to public, uh, I went to Brooklyn Tech okay. uh, high school, and then I got into, somebody tried to uh, steal a watch off of me. Uh-huh. Had this like off of, of your arm? Yeah, yeah. I had a Kenneth Cole watch. And guys used to sneak into the bathrooms from other schools, and they tried to take my um, watch off me. And I wouldn't give the watch up. And uh, the guy tried to stab me in the face. Holy oh, crap! And I, yeah, here it is. I put my hand up, and the, and the knife went through Whoa. my arm. Oh, yeah, I see the And scar. then I- He just uh, showed us the stab wound. I, uh, I wrapped it up, went home. Didn't tell my mother or anything, and I, I, like the same bathroom that I always jerk off when I spent the whole day <laughs> trying to stop the bleeding. Oh I got, my god! Oh my I got god. the bleeding stopped, and I, my, my dad was a uh, was a World War II vet, and he had a, he had a Nazi bayonet that he had taken off somebody, and and I had the bayonet in my in my Jan Sport bag, and I was going to school every day <laughs> with this bayonet in my in in my in my book bag. I don't even know what to say. That's so, that's amazing. And my dad found the bayonet in my back, was sticking out, and then they transferred me from public school back to Catholic school. Oh my God. You were like, Did you tell them, well, I got fucking stabbed yeah, and yeah. that's why I had this? Did they yeah. Did they say, okay, I understand? Yeah, they like, were cool, but it was just like, we got to get you out of the school. Yeah. So did they, you like Catholic school? Um, I, you know, school was school. Yeah. Were you yeah. there because you were coming from a very religious home or that was just the best school at the time um, to go to? Yeah, it was just p- private school, you mm-hmm. know, kind of just to get a good education. You, you paid for parochial school. And, right. I mean, my mom was used to go. She used to make me go to church and stuff like that. But and my dad used to watch church on TV. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Late know, night. He, he'd watch TV in the morning. They would have mass in the morning. He'd follow <laughs> while he was in the bed. And I I'm still there argue. if I'm yeah. watching it. Right, so. right. But so, you guys were Catholic? Yeah, or, yeah, well, I was raised Catholic. What's yeah. your ethnicity? Um, I'm consider myself black, but right. my my grandfather's from Antigua. Oh, okay. Oh. My grandmother is actually white and black Irish. Oh, okay. From Boston. Mm-hmm. At a time when Tough you couldn't broad. be you couldn't be white and black. Right. So she grew up in an orphanage. Oh god. And then she married my grandfather. My grandmother is from Virginia from the south. Okay. But my grandfather's 100% uh Sioux. Oh wow. Um wow. and my grandmother's, you know, uh, descendants of slaves. Mm-hmm. You are the most so, interesting person I've ever talked to. We've I've done a lot of Holy stuff. Holy shit! <laughs> you live you live you live I life. life. What I were your parents? Life. You're uh, so young. Did yeah. your parents give you a sex talk? Uh, no, because my dad was actually born like I was the last. I'm I'm the youngest of of uh, four kids. All my sisters are older than me. My dad was born 1920. Shit. So he's the youngest <laughs> of 16. Oh, holy and fuck. And so, and, and I have sisters. I have a sister that's 67. I have a sister that's 65. And I have one sister that's 51. Okay, So wow. it's just one. Yeah. You know, so um, my older sister is my father's oldest daughter. My middle sister is my mother's oldest daughter. And then, my, you know, I have a 
sister, sibling, and we both had the same mother and father. Wow. So no, they, no one ever really taught you except for these 17, 18-year-old guys? I had that conversation. I was probably... 17 when my so father gave me. Yeah, I was already eating pussy. What did he even try and say? <laughs> was was like, you were teaching him things yeah, at that point. Yeah, yeah. You? yeah. yeah don't I, um, worry about that. What's interesting is I like I went to college and I went I went to high school and I had like my first serious girlfriend in high school uh my sophomore year. Uh-huh. And she was a year under me and okay. she was a virgin and you were, and, not. and then she w- and, and then was she not. wasn't and very she quickly, wasn't. <laughs> very quickly, and I probably did everything to her that I could possibly think of. See that? See, this is interesting because I had the same experience with my first boyfriend. My, do you? What do you? Do you feel like that has some effect on a girl? Because I feel like sure. I just got bored. I'm bored with everybody now. Yeah, but um, sexually, not yes, like in life. Yeah, but yeah, but, but he, here's, here's what happened. It's like I kind of turned her out. Like uh-huh. I mean, we. I mean, I had sex toys. Like I had a, I had a Jansport yeah. full of sex toys. Yeah, I had Nazi rifles. I got sex toys. What do you want? Vibrated nipple clips. Yeah. Anal beads. You in name high it. school. This is in high school. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is super. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, I mean, I, I was mean, in college, but this is very similar. Cat nine tails, paddles. Mm-hmm. Anything. What tail? What a tail? Cat nine tails. What the, the fuck is that? The whip. Oh, the, the whip. Okay. Whip, I didn't know that's what it's called. Uh, with the shredded. Manacles. The shredded yeah. Yeah. Okay. Manacles. Uh, hot wax. Well, hot wax. Ankle restraints. Oh, okay. God, you know. The fucking names for uh, well, it's, well, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's, like, it's been in the bed. Kind of flows out. Holy you know? shit! Um, so it was. Um, you know, it was. A, it's a weird thing, and then I exposed her all of this, and then. But I always knew that I was way ahead of the game, and so when we broke up. Um, I remember trying to have a conversation. I was like, "Listen, you need to understand that you can't do this with everybody. <laughs> like, you can't." And she was like, "You, you broke up with me. Fuck you. I'll do what I want to do." Right. And now, were you worried that people would think she was like a slut, or I, like I? Well, you know how guys are. If you were so experienced, then they look at you. Oh, I do know. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know what's interesting when you talk about um, bored. Boredom. Yeah. You would think that I would be bored, but I'm not bored because what I started to understand was intimacy is more important than anything. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. And I know, so, and I agree with that. So, so anytime true. I'm mutually intimate, but that's just very, as we it's all rare. know, difficult to find. Yeah. yeah. So with just like regular sex, so like just casual sex is like very boring when you've done all this other, you know, you know, peeing on people and yeah, right. things of that nature. Of, right. right. Yeah. So, but in the context of intimacy, all of those things can be very. Oh yeah. Of and mm-hmm. and yeah. to have somebody who hasn't experienced a lot of things in order yeah. to special. being able yes. to bring them up to mm-hmm. you is is very special. But but Agree. the intimacy thing was, I mean, I I, I went to I went to SUNY New Pulse. I pledged a fraternity. I'm in a, I'm I in can't imagine what, kind of what kind of a fraternity was this? Of pirates? Well, like, what I, was I, it? I pledged, Badass motherfucker. It was fraternity. Uh, <laughs> a sci fi fraternity. I don't know. Shout if out. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with any of the black Greek letters. I went to art school. I okay. we didn't even have fraternities. I went to or Penn sororities. State, but only for a year. Okay, so <laughs> they would be the purple and gold. Okay. The yep. purple and gold guys. Mm-hmm. The They're the wildest. The, the fun one. Yeah, they're the nuts. fun. They're brand. the worst. 
the most outrageous. The worst best. The wor- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it just, Did anything go on in the fraternity that was uh, questionable? Illegal. <laughs> Mor- morally questionable? Not even illegal. What but do you like, mean? I don't know. Did you, was there instances? Because I feel like right now they're all, they're a big topic right now is sexual assault on campus and rape on college yeah, campuses. Yeah, rape culture. Listen, Did that happen? Uh, uh, you know, it's the context of what is considered rape now is totally different than when I was coming up. So, That's so if interesting. we went out right. on a date, I we had drinks. Yeah. That was the course of get you to mm-hmm. drink, right. loosen you up. I pull your titty out, you put it back in. I pull it out, you put it in. You put it out, I put it in. I, I go... I'm, I'm guessing I mean, this is not a you, metaphor. No, no, this is... this is. So I go for, your, I go for the belt. Why are you putting your titty back in? I just put it out. I, I, I go for the belt, you open up. No, 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 no. I go, come on, come on. And I close it, you open it, I close it, I go back to the titties. And sometimes I was just... you. It was just so... You're like, okay, all right, fuck. Now, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, this is, that, this is When a girl says no... It was rapey. That is a new. But I, that's a very new concept. It doesn't always. But the thing is, like, it's, it I know it doesn't always mean. I it doesn't know always. Say, no, I know it doesn't always mean no. Here's the thing. No, you're right with you. You're absolutely right. Girls can be coy. Right? right, they can be like, no, stop it, right. Dante, stop putting my stop, titty out. Stop. Right, right. Obviously, when it's that tone, right, you know it. We're, yes. we're not. You're not an idiot. Yes, you know when when if she, if a girl if you try to pull a girl's titty out and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? Right, then, then you, you go, go whoa, no, no whole, okay, all right. all right. But it's if it's not in that context, right. then it's really not no. Which is what's crazy about what's going on now. I understand. Yes, and even sometimes, and I hate to do this where you where you start blaming the victim and stuff like that where they they go to that but a lot of times you'll have the pressure of everybody going saying well you said no and this and that and the other and now somebody who didn't think that they that it was a sexual assault thinks it's a sexual assault after the fact when there's so much pressure on in terms of the parameters of there's what a is con- lot of blurry yeah. lines. Yeah, right. I mean, there's there's two things here. I mean, men certainly need to be aware of the signals and words sure, and sure. actions of the person that they're with. But I mean, I think also on women, sometimes we're so afraid of being considered like too forceful or a bitch or sure. a cunt that sometimes that don't our no. no is like no, but right. we so we're saying no, but right. we mean no. Right, right, and right, there right. needs to be a difference between those you know two what, things. What's, what's weird is that um, I, I would say, um, you know, going to college, like I was w- with a lot of women. I mean, it was just kind of, it was, it just became. Do you know your real, number? What's your yeah, number? Yeah, I've heard it was over 3,000. Well, my, well, my number, <laughs> I stopped true? counting at 32. Hundred, okay. hundred. No, I'm no. I mean, at th- the age of thirty two <laughs> is when I stopped counting. Because I, because I heard so like thirty two hundred. Is that no? Three, it's three grand? My number was fourteen hundred at thirty two. Okay. okay. When I was thirty two. Okay. Um. And now, I, yeah. Okay. Which know. you know what? Let me and say. And you kept it up as a woman. Rate, I, <laughs> I, 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 just from knowing you as <laughs> much as I do, I'm like badass. I mean, I think you. You're not a piece of shit, dude. I, no, you, you I, I like mean, I, fucking, and yeah. I feel like you're really good at it, and I think that's well, awesome. Well, you can't be good at it unless you practice. Right, you practice a lot. Well, I practice. And you're also really good. And, and going along with that, yeah, you, your whole vibe and your skill, I'm sure, has a lot to do with it. But also, you do have like this flair as mystery on VH1 taught us, like the pickup <laughs> right, artist. Right, right, you know, right. like yeah, maybe a skull in your ear is scary when you're a young comic sitting at the bar at Stand Up New York, right. just hypothetically. <laughs> right. uh, but then also, <laughs> it makes you, you know, it you makes go, well, you what's interested. Going, what's going on with that? Yeah. Right. Well. 
well, you know, you know what's interesting about that is is I don't look like you. I'm. Mm. I don't look like I wouldn't fuck you. Do you understand what I mean? Like when yeah, you look at me, you go. Uh, if I'm in a situation with him, right, and it's I'm gonna your get fucked. Your charm is <laughs> like I'm gonna get a drug. <laughs> your charm is a drug. Right. So if you if you're engaging me, <clears throat> right, yeah, you want to fuck me. So I don't really have that. So you're saying you give off a, I'm fucking everything I'm in my fu- sight. You, you fucking with me. I'm a. I'm, here's you're here's get my fucked. dick. Take it or leave it. Right. It's this is <laughs> that's this so is, interesting. So if you don't, if you if you're not respecting that boundary. So if I don't want to get fucked, I should just stay out of. Just well, don't even look him in the eye. Well, well, Why well, you look him in the eye? Well, I'll give you an example. If I'm at a club, if I do a, a set, right? Right. And somebody a comedy in, set, a, a comedy yeah. set, mm-hmm. I, and this girl goes, "Wow, you're so funny! Oh my god!" And I go, "Oh, thank you so you much. Fuck? I appreciate." Then you I take your titty out. <laughs> then you put Why did you take my titty out? out? No, Dante, stop <laughs> it. But if 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 I go, oh, it's great. To me. Where you from? And she'll go, oh, I'm from New Orleans, and I'll go. Oh, it's good to meet you. How long are you here for? Blah, 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 blah. Thanks for coming. Please come back. And then I'll move on. And she goes, when you said that you want to fuck me, (laughs) like the conversation is over. Yeah. Or you you touch my shoulder. You, so oh that, my God, do you get a number? See, how, do you, how do you fuck? You get a number after this conversation? Depends. That I might just go right in. But wait, there how, is a gray wait. area between hello and your penis and someone's vagina. Like, really. like stuff happens in between but, but that. Yes, time. For younger, for sometimes younger women, I think like maybe want to flirt, maybe make out with you, not necessarily want to fuck you. How yeah, young but, do you go? Well, here's here's the thing. You, I think you still have to be aware of those. Those cues. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I don't want to fuck somebody that doesn't want to fuck me. Right. Of course. I've never, That's a good rule to live by. I've Very good. Because then it's right. I've never been that kind of thing where I like that. Like, I don't even like makeup sex. Like, if I'm angry mm. with you, I'm angry with you. I don't want to fuck mm, you. How interesting. So, okay. respect so I don't like makeup sex. Okay. I, I, I want it to be in the context of this is this kind of experience that we're sharing together. Uh-huh. And That's, then that yeah. builds the intimacy. You can't have the intimacy. If the woman's not on board, <laughs> it's like I'm masturbating in your pussy. And that's yeah, not it's fun. It's like why there's an that? elephant in the room. I, I, don't, and get, it's your... I don't get rape. Like, I don't get that. Like I don't, I really you don't, don't get you don't get rape. the allure of rape. I, I, <laughs> I mean, rape I mean, happens when yeah. I think rape is a control thing. Slipping I, I, something into somebody's well, and people drink. Are do, people who are doing it are, are not mentally one hundred percent there. Here's the thing, even in the context of I'm into the control thing, but I'm into the control thing so that I have represented myself as the, a credible dude that you relinquish the control that but you go. Are you take, talking about like take, in conversation or in the bedroom, like in BDSM? The bedroom, in con- just, but that's healthy can, sexual kink. Sure, but what I'm what I'm saying is, um, the the here's here's there's a certain thing I give off. I know yes. what the thing that I give off. Uh huh. And if you are like people, you don't they don't flirt with me. I'm not a guy you flirt with. You if you're flirting with me, you know it can happen. Right now, I'm not saying okay. If you put your hand on my shoulder, I'm, I'm putting my dick in you. Proceed but, with what caution. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> ladies, you need to understand that I am not a I'm not a boy. I'm not a toy, mm-hmm. and it, you are going in. If you're going, if you're marching down this road, yeah. you get the, you feel the energy. Yeah, it's I like guess. if you can't handle the heat, stay out of the kitchen kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. So, I gotcha. Has a woman ever hit on you and wanted tried to fuck you, and you were like, nah? Sure, if I'm not attracted to her. Okay. How does that always? How does I just that go? Don't. Do you say no? Thank you. Well, 
women never <laughs> so, hit on, never women never hit on me. They're not aggressive to me. Hmm. Really? I, I, I had a vision of like just like a big, like proud black woman being like, I'm gonna a fuck big, yeah, you, Dante. Girl, girl, I'm gonna fuck you. Look, a big girl. <laughs> you need big, that. Big Dante. older women. Will <laughs> yeah, be exactly. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's, I, I totally yeah, can see I've that because I would see them I, loving you. Yeah, and I'll be like, uh, it makes me, I'm a little creepy. Oh, like, so now you're scared. Oh, 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 now tables have turned. Dante's running away from me. She's like, there was a funny story. I used to go to this dining where I would get like a bacon and egg sandwich. Sounds and there was this, bus, this female bus driver Classic that used to go there. <laughs> and she a would bus do it. This is exactly what bitches are the shit. They are and her tough name as nails. was Peaches, right? <laughs> of course. And, and so I come, I'm peaches. in there and she's, and I'm standing there. I'm like talking to the guy and she's like, mm. And <laughs> yes, I'm like, this is exactly this Exactly what I yeah, was envisioning. That I get. I get that. So, oh so you want to fuck peaches? So, no. No, he's scared no. of peaches. I don't he's want, allergic I don't, to peaches. You don't like your own medicine, huh? Yeah, I don't like a big girl like that. I don't like that. I mean, I like a yeah, you're shapely. Not a, you're not wait, a small not, man. No, but I like a shapely girl. Oh, like how a, original. I mean, I like, I, well, uh, I like you know, tits and an ass. I, mean, I, I well, know. You know what's funny? Because I know guys that like big girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, of course. What, what's, so, they're usually like very skinny white guys. What's your definition of big? 250. Okay. <laughs> I like that you had a number. You uh, you did but not how hesitate. T- no. How tall is she? Look, I would go <laughs> five one. I'll go one I'll go one seventy, but she's gotta be five ten. <laughs> Five, uh, ele- you know. Like, do you have like a like a a whale tooth scale in your apartment that you weigh that you weigh in? Can you stand up can, next to this thing? Know, it's a diagram for me. It's kind of like horses. I could be like, oh, that's. He's like one seventy one. You got to run a lap. <laughs> got to run a lap. <laughs> so like one seventy, if she's five nine, I can do. Cause that's that, a thin motherfucker. That, five, five nine, nine one seventy one eighty. That's, that's pr- one seventy is not very. At uh, five nine is not that. That's that's, that's yeah. That could be. Pretty, Amy Schumer just thick? said she's one sixty. I would say Amy Schumer's what like five foot six maybe. Yeah. So so you yeah. like you like them on the, the curvy but thinner curvy. Yeah. I, now I've, I've had a couple like two. But curvy too, you know what I mean? Like, like super curvy, big old ass, little teeny waist, big ass titties. Uh, like the girls on Instagram that yeah. you're like, how well, is yeah, that yeah, humanly yeah, fucking yeah, possible? That's, so the baby got back song. Can you yeah. not flaunt that in form. my face? Yeah. Anaconda, all that. I'm, <laughs> I'm in. I'm all oh, in. Nicki Minaj. So, but I mean, so I mean, so Peaches, she's mm, she sounds like she's eating caramel, right? And she's like, mm. mm-hmm. she probably. So I go, she go, so she goes, uh, she goes, mm, you lift weights, and and I'm like. Uh, oh, she me. meant her. That, like, she, well, I, I was <laughs> That's like, amazing. I'm like, sometimes. And she goes, You think you can lift me? And I was like, yes. In my mind, I was like, Probably in my mind, I'm going, No, I don't think so. <laughs> and she grabbed my thigh. She squeezed my thigh. She squeezed my arm. How'd you like that, Dante? I was like, Yeah, how'd you like that? Mm. What are you thinking when this is happening? I'm like, Here's, here's <laughs> what I'm really thinking is that I don't want to fuck her. And I don't because, really. Uh, she's not my type. Okay, okay. And so you I look at her and you're not. And I don't want to reject attraction. her. Right. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think anyone like gets joy out of rejecting. Right. People. So I don't want to fuck her, but I don't want to. And she's going so hard. Yeah. That I I'm 
Playing might have it. to reject her. Right. So I'm like, ah, yeah, I guess I could lift that much, you know? And she's like, <laughs> well, I gotta mm, call my mom's calling. You think you could lift me? I'm like, dude, peaches is the shit. And my boy is going, peaches, you like that, huh? You like, he's hyping her up. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> of course you're yes, motherfucker. He's the best. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, all right, well, listen, just, you know, I'm gonna see you around. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I used to, peek in the store <laughs> to make sure she, sure wasn't, she wasn't in there. there. If she wasn't, if she was in there, I wouldn't go. What if she could get you an unlimited Metro card? I'm still not doing no? it. No? Not doing it. <laughs> not doing well, it. Every month for the rest of I your mean, life. A, That's I've a lot a, of money, I've had man. A big, uh, I've had a big girl, but a big, I had a big girl in college when it was a threesome and her roommate was there. And I was like, all right. Obviously. Just, yeah. Just come on in. What the, you know. <laughs> You're here. On. I guess Why top of my dick. Pile on. Just, <laughs> oh, don't say. You didn't say that. Yeah. Just oh, pile shit. on. Whatever. Uh, but it's not my. You're just not your type. I'm just it's, not turned on. It just doesn't, it doesn't turn me on. If it doesn't turn you on, it doesn't it turn you on. There's right. nothing wrong with that. You're a respectful guy. It seems like you're. Right. And yeah. I don't want to hurt her feelings. Because yeah. she likes me and I don't like her. And it's just. Well, I think we're absolutely allowed to have. Ch- there's just things that innately turn you on, whether it's weight, uh, you know, obviously gender, we're okay with, but race too. Some people are like, oh, you're if you don't, you're not into black men, you're, you're racist. No, I mean that's the same as not liking right. fat it's a, people. It's a, it's it's a the same thing. It's definitely a yeah, preference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I think if you exclusively don't like that that's you know that's when it gets crazy you, you understand what yeah, i mean when it like, comes you also have to be open to liking a, a fat person um you do, do you? i mean yeah. she's, if what, she's what, big what, and curvy with what he just said oh yes. yeah she's big and curvy yeah i've i've done that I've i done always that. say i mean like i've like you know there's different like, you know types of people and there's always someone who's going to be like you know i've never it's been into that before the, yeah, the exception this kind of i've yeah well yeah. if you vibe with if you're vibe yeah. with somebody really well but you're like you're not yeah. i'm not physically attracted to you but i'm attracted to your personality and well, you my dick's what? going do i get hard it's it's interesting because you know i think uh like you know i do my podcast is the beige phillips show yes. and what the, the the podcast is is i have taken taken pimp principles mm-hmm. and applied them to square relationships so mm. um because in order to maintain and 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 let me explain this also i it was something that i did it's something that i learned things from it's not something i'm particularly proud of mm-hmm. um it was why not uh, because there's a, uh, a moral and an ethical issue that you have to overlook to be involved. Yeah, which I want to get into a little yeah. bit deeper after mm. you make this point. Okay. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'll tell you how <laughs> I stopped. The reason why I stopped, I had a bunch. I had a bunch of girls at one time. My biggest stable was twelve girls. Mm-hmm. Is that a, what you call it? A stable? It's the, the oh the god. Girls. I love the pimp term. Okay. Wait. And uh, I sent them to. There were a bunch of drug dealers that I knew. Big uh-huh. drug dealers in the city. Uh-huh. And I sent them to the Poconos. They had a party out in the Poconos. I sent the girls out. They asked me to send. I sent the girls there. And there was this particular girl that I would be like, okay, listen, you guys go together. You come back together. I want to know when what's going on. I'm, when you leave, I want to know. And then one girl was with the head guy. And he was like, yo, why don't you just stay with me? And Which is a no-no. Yeah. And she did stay. The guy got drunk and passed out. And then his boys raped her oh my god to, to, a, to a broken moet bottle 
Which is wait, wait, they, what? They, what? No, they they held it. You know, they held a broken and they a broken what bottle? Moet, oh, Moet champagne. Oh, oh, oh okay. Now, so they what, held that say? against her throat yes. while they fucked her. Yeah, and or it, they raped her. Now here's the interesting. She was a wild chick. Like if they had money, she would have fucked them all anyway. Right. But it was more about the control of it. Well, it was than, rape. Yeah. Right. So um, what I had that? to go get her. Did she? Uh, she called you. She called me. I ran, wrote up. I got her. I brought her back, and we. She ended up mentally in an, an institution for a while. She was really fucked up about Holy that. Holy shit! Yeah, and then I was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you do there? Because now, like as far legally, I mean, if she wanted to press charges, or I'm not sure if she did. Like so. Prostitution's illegal, but rape's illegal. So, do you, would you know anything work? about the law there? It just you. I mean, you're in the game. I would it's, fucking it's hope they would get prosecuted. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a risk that you're taking by stepping into sure, prostitution. Sure, okay. So, can you not sure. prosecute your rapist if you're a prostitute? I I'm, I imagine you could. I think you could try, in, but, but it, what I'm you saying know. in the context of the game, of course, yeah, it yeah, just yeah. doesn't. It's just not what you do. Yeah, and I imagine it's dangerous if you're getting involved with drug dealers that have sure. you know. And, God, I, and that yeah. was my my other aspect of as the guy who handled them was to keep them safe. Right. So if a guy put a hand on a girl, then I would. I beat the shit That's out of her. I would job. go and I would beat Have the you, shit out of her. Has that ever happened? Always. Did that happened? I've done that. Oh, yeah, I can I've, imagine, yeah. yeah now, I were you like, having sexual relationships with any of the people in your stable? All of them. Okay. Yeah. I was Just gonna, for fun? I mean, um, obviously. Well, part of... Hey, you get a bonus. Like, there's an... <laughs> there's an, there's an integrity. There's a... There's an integrity in the unethicalness of it, and so I get what, yeah. So it, it, I would. So it helps you to control them by having sex. Sure, with they're them in as, love with you. Well, okay, because you're like they're dying. Right, yeah, kind they, of. they are in love with you. Right. Okay. Is, so that, is that a blanket thing? Because I've heard that it's like, like nuns and Jesus. Yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. Kind of. If I like, for instance, I couldn't when I was in the game. I couldn't just have sex with some girl for free. Do you understand mm, what I mean? That wasn't like, one of your not th- girls? not to say that I would charge to have sex, but if if okay, so if I'm having sex with you, mm-hmm. it was because I was trying to bring you into the stable. You're luring. Yeah. It was in the context of the stable. game. Stable. I got. I got. So I could. I, I'm not allowed to just randomly go to the party. She's cute, and I have sex with her. Uh huh. It has because to be Because if I'm tactful. saying sex is in the context of money, if you're supposed to get paid to have sex, uh-huh. then I can't have sex for free either. You have to practice what you're preaching. Exactly, okay. and the integrity of that is mm. what keeps the women's respect for you. Right. I Yeah. Right. So okay. your inconsistency, your inconsistency Ooh. is what that's makes... That's a lot of layers, man. Yeah, that's a it, lot it of, is in, a lot. That's women. a lot of emotional and, layers. And, you know, it's like, I, and I know that there are pimps that, that would get girls strung out on drugs and beat them and stuff, but that those are what you call gorilla pimps, which is they're forcefully forcing. But I never, you don't really want to get a woman who doesn't want to be... A, a prostitute mm-hmm. because it, when you have multiple women you're trying to manage them and if she, you're making her do something all she's going to do is create a mutiny in the context of the stable in the and first your whole place. operation is going right. to so you shit. can't so I don't want some if you don't want to do this and you want to go you can go yeah but the, you were a nice pimp I, I mean, it, look, out of all the pimps and of all the ways they do sure, go about their it's business, the best way to it, do it was the most ethical but way. But the, the, the con- in the context of this, always somebody that's willing to make money on their back. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody in the context, if you frame it right, I mean, ultimately, I have to sell it. Right. But in the context of that, 
there were always women that are willing to do that. Now, what kind of money are we talking? Like, what were you? What kind of money were you pulling in during this time? Uh, a girl, one girl on a good night, could break off. 1200 1500 Jesus. And, and how then many, what's the split like? Oh, how many guys did she have to fuck to, to do that? Or blow depends. Or depends on what. The client, like if it was a high-end client. Yeah, if it was a high-end client, it could be one guy, one night. It could be several guys, sex. It could be multiple guys would, for would just your, head or yeah, whatever. Like, it's like, what you, it's like it's what, what the sexual you act you're doing, how many it, hours? So it's kind hours. of like right. porn. So it's kind of like, well, do you want to do a gang? Would they do right. gang bangs? Or um, like three-way? I don't know. what They could. I didn't really... Kind of, you know, kind of wasn't my thing. I'm uh, just to keep them safe. It's it. That's a con in the context of that. You can't. You don't have any control over that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, um, but I, that's the kind of money was making. But I took care of them. How much did you make off of a girl? If a girl makes twelve hundred one yeah. night, how much did you? What do you make? keep? She didn't make anything, but. I took care of her. Like all the money came to me. So wait, so you so you're taking money? all the money and then you're just kind of like housing them, feeding housing them, clothing them, feeding them, taking care of when them. When did they doing, make money? Um, well, I took care of them. So it's just it's so just like it's just like working for your for house? your housing, your clothing, your food. But I mean, were they living like an upscale lifestyle? When you yeah, say take I mean, care? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I we did things together. What we if grew, they wanted to I mean, It was a little crazy. Like sometimes I would like Mother's Day, I would like we'd all be in eating waffles. It was insane. Right. What if one of them was like, "I need to go to CVS to get tampons. I don't have any money." We, I, you just yeah. gave them. You take care of that. So they, so they really weren't raking in an income, but they were more earning, er, earning through fucking. A, Didn't have to worry about anything. All of us wow. together in the context uh, of us better. Was that part of the package when he sold the? Sure, sure. I mean, it. They didn't. I mean, they didn't really. You frame it kind of the way you want it. Of you course. To frame it. Well, this is similar to. Did you watch the documentary Hot Girls Wanted? No, because it's very it. similar to the living situation, which we'll we have discussed earlier yeah. in this episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean that's about girls entering the amateur porn, porn yeah, amateur no. porn, which is not even oh, amateur. You okay. know, just young girls turning eighteen, and they there's basically like an agent who has this thing that he calls in girls, and yeah, they all live pimping. together. It is pimping. Yeah, and so it's I mean, pimping. it really is. It is that sounds that's what you just saw. What I want. The only thing is camera involved in this yeah thing. um but they did make money he made a percentage and then well, they, they did, i mean that, that you know the one girl made, was at the end of the thing like made had made like a couple thousand dollars well she only well she made 25 grand but at the end her bank account only had two grand because she spent it all. she was right. paying for her hair her, she paid rent, her right, photo right, shoot right, her rent right. yeah and in the context of that it, it is uh, we're all kind of working for the betterment of Every everybody. So it's a group it's a team. A it's group kind of, it's like a family. Yeah. It's like a family. Yeah. I could see how that can get you can get kind of sucked into that as and a lifestyle. The, and the thing is, it's very uh, it's draining for you as a guy because you gotta be their boyfriend, right? On all aspects. Yeah, it's kind of, of like it. a sister wife situation. Yeah, I can't sure. imagine. It. I sure. can't imagine having more than one boyfriend. You or have to. Be, what was it like having twelve essentially was, girlfriends uh, that you were also doing business on behalf of? It's it was exhausting it's that exhausting sounds exhausting and you have to have sex when you don't want to have sex mm-hmm. oh welcome to being a woman what's like, that like gotta, tell me you more gotta, <laughs> you gotta if, if you you gotta because you have to keep this you don't want to make them satisfied feel, yeah yeah you have to keep them satisfied in the context how did that make you feel like what like what's an example do you remember a particular time where you were just like on the couch you were so fucking exhausted maybe i wouldn't maybe i wouldn't come 
Yeah. I knew, like, I knew each woman. I knew if she was a lefty or a righty. You know, mm. I mean, you know how if you know you, HD the left side of your clit yeah. is more, I knew. Oh, I thought you meant this, like left-handed. No, right. no, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, if a guy goes in, you know that there's that spot. Yeah. I would know that spot. If you like your nipples touched lightly, if you like them squeezed, if you like them bit, I knew mm-hmm. all of them. Exactly. You sexually serviced them. Yes, I knew their whole thing, and it was a it was a kind of a roller fuck in my head about what yeah. was what was. Were you sometimes like, wait, I'm going down on Tracy. She likes it like this, and she's you like, just I'm, kinda, I'm, I'm Tiffany. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> it was you just kind of know. Really right, tentacle. You, she, Mex- I like her little cartoon. She just broke <laughs> off into, into dinner theater. Story <laughs> <laughs> my life. But it's it's a it's an involved it's a very involved thing. But it makes you when you're in a, in a in an intimate relationship. It makes you, it's like this is. This is easy. Yeah. So, I mean, emo- how do you think that this, I mean, obviously you said the one girl ended up in- institutionalized. How did this affect you emotionally and how do you, do you, do you carry the effects of this in your everyday life still? Um, I'm able to, I can carry on multiple relationships without a problem. And is that something that you currently do? Sometimes like multiple I do girlfriends it, sometimes at one I time? don't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it, sometimes I don't. Like multiple girlfriends? Yeah. Have do you, they know? Uh yes. Okay. Do they know directly? D- depends. Do they know? Do, in other words, do they? Is, is do you ever end up in a situation where that girl thinks you're monogamous? No, I mean if okay. you're if you're in my house and there's blonde hair on my pillow, do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're you know, not, but you're then, not trying to hide anything or cover it. Right. Up. I'm not, and I'm not, but uh, but I'm not trying to rub it in your face either. Right. Right. So it's it's in the context of. Um, at, at times when I've had multiples, there were women that were very upfront about, and there were women who didn't want to know. Uh-huh. And there's every degree, every gradation in between that. So, so, so the women who didn't want to know kind of assumed, or they knew hinted? and they just didn't. You okay, know, got it. It was just a conversation that they didn't have or they didn't want to have. So you're very, you feel, it doesn't sound like you've ever felt an ounce of shame about your sexuality. No. Is that correct? No. But you did express some regret over some of the moral things you did, like, in The ethical pimping. and the moral things, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, what, what's the what's the thing that you would say in your sexual history or pimp well, history that you feel... Well, because of that, bat, if somebody about. called me up, yeah. had a bachelor right. party, mm-hmm. and they wanted me to get strippers for their bachelor, just strippers, right? I would go, I don't, I don't have any numbers. Uh-huh. Like I won't even engage uh-huh. in that. Uh-huh. I I don't want to be, I don't want to facilitate any aspect of it. Currently, currently, okay, mm-hmm. right. So that was that was a decision that I made. You don't want to treat women like objects for sale anymore. Is that? I, yeah. Well, that and I just I yeah. don't. The ethical part of that is because I know that, um, in the context of the of manipulating the situation, and then I mean I can do it. I just don't. I choose not to. Okay. I, it's just not where I want to be. Do you um, keep in touch with any of the women that were? Um, some, yeah. And yeah. good relationship, yeah, like yeah, still is the very cool. is the woman who was raped? Uh, and I haven't seen a, her in a long time, but she's do you fine. Talk to her? She's, she's fine okay? now. She was fine when you know, like she became a, beaut- a beautician and she did hair, and it was she was fine. But okay. I mean, uh, um, but in the context of what it was, it was the game, and it kind of was making a mistake and. And I just made a choice, an ethical choice in myself. But I, I, I have to say, I, because of it, makes me understand women better than oh, most I'm, guys. Yeah. I mean, um, what confuses so, you most about women? 
nothing. I was gonna say <laughs> nothing. Um, uh, it it um, I think there were times when I would be frustrated about certain things about women, and like what? now like- I don't. Oh, well, okay. Um, what I say is women have integrity, amnesia. And what I mean by that, mm-hmm. um, and some of the some of the things that I say on my show is very uh, kind of catchphrasy. So it it's memorable. What it means is this: is uh, what a woman agrees to on the front end of the relationship means nothing. If her emotions change in the context of the relationship, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, but don't you think that's the same for men? No, you don't no. think so. These guys are in marriages right now, and because they're in the marriage, and they, and the, in the context of their marriage, they stick it out, even though they don't want to be in these marriages. Um, that's not healthy. But you don't think women are saying in marriages they don't want to be in? Uh, not as much. No, and, and if they mm-hmm. are, they're not fucking a guy. They'll right. be in a marriage and they won't be fucking well, that's him. And they, for sure, you know, and and women so, have a harder time fucking when they don't want to fuck. Like well, they won't fuck. Right. Here's here's. But Sometimes your the penis won't even go in though. It's like a Venus flytrap. I know. You don't like, want you're so to. Dry. Like I've had times where I'm like, I, I, I can't help you. Like I'm trying to help you. I can't. You just can't. It's just can't. You can't. Like, get it I'll in. Give, I'll do it. Like I'll do it. I like sometimes I'm in the mood to do charity, but my pussy is not. You're just like yeah. no. So you're like no. sorry, girl. Like, girl said I don't know it's close. Have you ever tried spit? Spit maybe. I yeah, don't but know. no. It's just like sometimes I'm just. I swear it's just like it's no. just not. It's not. It's not. There's always that that awkward moment where the dick goes. The dick tries to go in. You're like, you're not gonna like. And then the dick he's doing right now right, right, right. doesn't like it and then the dick gets but the dick's like heart. no I'm gonna what's, do it what's interesting I mean and this is this is me talking about it but it's what's interesting is I can tell that before you get a read on people yeah and to to to, to push that right you know like if I'm out on a date you have a lot of swag which I mean most people don't yeah it's, and it's, that's a gift that you know I, and I think here's something like people weird. can accidentally trip and fall on your dick right and it makes it I would believe that. I would believe it. Because then they're like, well, I'm here. I guess I'll do it. Uh It's weird. It's so weird. (laughs) Totes my goats. So it's, uh, you know. um, Is there anything you can't do, Dante? (laughs) You know, and it's funny because, you know, people say whatever you put your mind to, you can do it. But I really believe that. Like, I believe in living in that abundance, in the the abundance of that. And I think that the, the, you know, there's things, you know, the intimacy uh, one of the things that I I, I kind of practice in is um, intent, the intent of um, where you're at in terms of the intent. And so sexually, the intent is very important. Uh, um, a woman can feel your intent. Yeah. So a lot of if I'm if I'm and you can feel her response. Sure. To your if you're listening. See, this is you have a quality that I wish every guy had in that he can read vibes. Right. You got to be able to read it. Right. That's so if I take your titty out, and you're like people. Cannot. If I take your titty out and you put your titty back in, you're like, no, stop it. Like, then okay, you get I it. I know that. But if I'm like, no, right. then you get it. Like that's well, the, that's I, that fine line of well, rape that no one wants in, to talk in, about. In Beige Philip. When I'm on Beige Philip and I'm talking to these guys, I'm telling them if you're down on a girl, you have you should be watching her 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 abdomen you should be watching her diaphragm as a woman gets oh, deeper into wow. it her breathing gets deeper oh her breathing gets it? deeper and as her breathing gets deeper you know that you're doing the right thing if i say some, one of the things i'll tell guys if a woman's legs if she, you're a missionary style and mm-hmm. her legs fall back she wants you deeper yeah if you're too deep you'll f- feel her hamstrings pushing against you because you're too deep mm. so you 
you can't be so you have in, to be present in the you have to be present and you can't go I'm going to fucking tear the roof out of this pussy and you <laughs> and she's uncomfortable like what in your mind what does that how does that Think that how do you think that that's gonna work right. for you? I, I wish also everybody think, would think that way. beyond working for you, I think some guys honestly just don't give a shit. Like I've been with having sex with people who it cannot be more obvious that I am not right. enjoying this, and I honestly just think they don't fucking care. Well, they just want to come, or they well, don't want to realize yeah, it. But, or something? No, but you know what happens? What happens is a lot of guys don't have the availability to have sex, and so this is an opportunity, and there's an anxiousness mm-hmm. okay. that they can't really you can't f- be present. It keeps you from being present. Yeah, Right. I, my boy w- used to be, and he he had he was a stripper too. He had high numbers and everything, but he could never get a girl to give him anal. He, he, she would never because Huge problem, yeah. Because it, it, he was too. <laughs> I'm like, ex- the fuck? He would just be excited, <laughs> like his his excitement about this was so anxious and it, it was, uh, yeah. And, and then, girls and, hate. And, wait, and, wait, wait. The now, desperation. Do you get anal a lot? At a lot of a girl. A lot of girls. If I want. Exclusive. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, fucking. How the fuck does that happen? Because I, anal is a is a territory that. I've had anal sex that I enjoy, mm-hmm. but I've had, but now I don't. I don't have anal sex anymore because I, I, I either bleed, it hurts too much, and I'm just like I don't want to fucking go there. How do you? How do you okay, talk a girl into anal? So first thing is, um, you you gotta you gotta toss the salad. You should be licking yes. her, ass. Eat her ass. You should be sticking your tongue in her ass. You should be eating her pussy. You have to listen. So it's it's your anxiousness is what will turn her off. So true. So if you're patient, like I've had girls where I was so patient, they were like, fuck my ass. And I'm like, mm. Wait a minute. Reverse it's, psychology, it's really motherfucker. Not, and not even, it, rever- no, not but, it, even, but I right. know she's not ready. I could tell she's not ready. Mm, that the anxiousness okay. of what her, what she's thinking, I guess, is, this is not ready. He's like an Olympic coat. <laughs> so, you, you, you're, you're not vibes. ready for the vault. You're yeah, not ready. You're not ready strong. for the shit. <laughs> yeah, and I know you want it, but you're not ready. <laughs> and And if I take that step to do it and you're not ready... Then that's it. Because it's going to go down poorly. It's never pressured a girl to do anything. You can't do that. You can't. You can't do that. Um, Wait, you can't pressure a girl. I've heard uh, Aaliyah Janine, the former porn star. Do you know her? She she told me that the easiest way, if you're having trouble having anal sex, was to kind of spoon go go on on the side because of the way the penis and the anus are shaped. Is this? Have you heard? But I think that all depends on. The shape of your penis. Also, I mean, right. do you have a big dick? I feel like you have a big. I got dick. a nice package. It's is it a, thick? I feel like it's. I thick. got a nice thick package. It's I mean, you don't walk around with a skull cane if you don't have at least. <laughs> he just filled his cheeks like, up with air. A like, certain <laughs> amount of dick length and girth. You gotta, you gotta be confident in your dick. You gotta, to you gotta have a nice package. I got a decent package. It's See, not now a, that would it's not a killer. My butthole squeezing up because I'm like, owie. Yeah, but you, if it's if I, I've had situations where I've primed it so much with. The girl is like, put it in, put it in. Mm, wait, you and can then tell. the anxiousness of her, You're like the she's Buddha ready. of anal fucking. Jesus. But, and, and then there's always good lube. You gotta have good lube. Yeah, of course. P- uh, Pure is the best lube. You can PJ U R mm. is the best lube you can buy. And okay. Pure. How much do they pay you to say that? Bayland has really I, good lube. I wish. Too. I wish. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not bad, but Pure. It's water based and it doesn't smell or taste. Pure. Anything. 
is the really? best stuff. They do Pure does uh a, a, a like a original lube. They do a, what they call backdoor, which is an anal, and they do an anal lube. What's the difference they do between a specific anal wow. lube and vaginal lube? Like Fun. what? Well, <laughs> a good time. It's a it's <laughs> me not a, crying. It's it's a you know it's it no, numbs, it feels it's a really good. Numbing, it's a numbing. Oh, thing. there's a numbing. So that's interesting because I work what? at a spa and we have um. Like stuff that you can put on your vagina area before you get like a Brazilian wax, so to have that's a little numbing. Because that's why I, right. I always joke. Anytime I have anal sex, I always have. I never do it drunk because I don't want to do that. But right. I always have like a glass of wine because right. I need you need to some the numbness. Yeah. Just straight sober. Just initially I mean, for that stings. To, to initially to <laughs> yeah, get it and in. it bleeds. And sometimes. then once it opens up, then it doesn't. And if it bleeds, it's just not priming you enough. Well, yeah, but but also I just have a tight ass. And you've all, well, I think you've had some, but. I've had an anal is a lot. It has elasticity. I've had an anal orgasm before. Sure. Oh, okay. See, yeah. every time I say that to anybody, they're like, "What the Absolutely. fuck?" Through a vibrator, not a, not anal sex. But I, but I, I haven't. I haven't really discovered, gotten that far with anal sex to like see if that could possibly happen. But you know what? Anal orgasm with a vibrator—that is a confusing fucking thing. Yeah, it was interesting. So I just had the surgery in, in the leg. I had the quads were ripped and I had them reattached. And so mm-hmm. to have sex i had to have i had to, this leg my left <laughs> was leg your had first to, question doc how am i gonna fuck <laughs> well, i kind of will i have a fuck again one, one, will one, I have one of my legs fuck, was in a brace and it had to be straight and i couldn't i couldn't bend this leg for uh seven weeks oh Right. Was your first? Wait, wait how did this happen fuck? again? How did the injury? I did a stunt. I was on blacklist. I did a stunt on blacklist, and I ripped the it. Even the show. way you got injured was sexy. It's unbelievable. Dante. And then I ripped it. Your partially. dick was born for lots of pussy. <laughs> Dear God, I was hoping he was like, I fell down some stairs. God created me. Well, was that's like how that, I man. ripped it totally. As I slipped on ice down the stairs, and I ripped it. Completely. I mean, were you coming from like a fucking uh, Olympic yeah. event or some shit? The I Oscars. Actually, I was leaving like Jay-Z's I was taking a girl to breakfast after sex. Of course. So, um, it was nice. So. Of course. So, nice morning. Cool morning etiquette is morning, very important. Got, then, I was running to get uh, my package. <laughs> UPS was at the door. My mom sent me a care oh. package. <laughs> but I, so in order to have sex, I had to have sex on the left side of my bed. <laughs> And the leg, had, me up, the man. leg had to be <laughs> extended. I'm sorry you had to go through that. I was. It was a, but here's, here's what I was. Rest in here's, peace, that what seven was weeks. thing is, so you start to understand the subtleties of movement because you're limited in movement. So He's like fucking Bob Fawcett. God damn it. Nothing the, you say sucks. The, it's annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, Be the, worse. The difference, Be at least a little bit of piece of shit. Okay, uh, go ahead. The go ahead. difference between... Uh, okay, so one leg is straight on the floor. Okay, the other oh, foot the is the, the the other foot is underneath me. And what I notice is Ooh, okay. that when I am my weight is on my instep on the top of my foot, mm-hmm. your body sinks lower in the bed, so your balls are actually. Touching the, which Tank. helps you to go Butthole. upward to the to the G spot uh. because you, your balls go low and your your cock goes up. The, the end of the story that the you learned to fuck on. better while injured. Yeah, I did. It For was the love of God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. For the love of God. But if you want more control, if you're on the, on the ball of your foot, uh-huh. like you're, you're on when you go on your ball, you have more control and there's more power. Mm-hmm. You have more power. So you start to understand as you as you're swiveling your hips, it's because one leg is 
on the ground, you can only swivel counterclockwise. Right. You can only Dear move your God. hips. Okay. So these subtleties of this movement uh-huh. was because I was so restrained in terms of what I could do. Mm-hmm. It started to make me understand the, those subtleties of movement that I didn't know normally. Jesus, Which now that I can bend better. my leg, now I understand the difference between inst- being on the ball of my foot, the instep, swirling to the left or the right, um, raising, like you can raise your body up, go in and the top of the vagina, and then it's so funny because come the sex, out of the bottom. The tiniest subtleties yeah. make a huge it makes difference two, because yeah. women are are about the details. Yeah, yeah. well, their and vaginas are, are are very intricate, sure, and and sure. and do you think now with all the women you fucked? Do you, can you say that the G spot is in a similar area, yeah. like the same area? Yeah, pretty Where much. Is I mean, it's just not that. It's not it's like that big. by the belly button, it's, right? Yeah, like two, two inches, inches up, in and up towards the belly button. Yeah, yeah. Up. And it feels like a rough. Yeah, it's a rough little thing. So but you can you, feel it you, with your dick, or do you feel it with your hand first? Um, you kind of you, you yeah, feel it with your hand. Teach me about my body. Feel it with your hand. Yeah, no, I'm really, serious. You can't feel it with your dick. But you can't. You said you can't. Okay, you can't oh. feel it with your dick. I mean, your is your dick hard. just because oh, it's when it's hard? Is it it's, less sensitive it's or like more you sensitive? You can slam it in a window. It's oh, fine. are you serious? Yeah. yeah it's like, oh wow. Yeah, okay. Um, but good you to can know. also <laughs> go underneath the like below the cervix, underneath the cervix to the center to the back. Okay. Oh, towards her. Yeah, and towards little, her back. Then you start to learn that little little movements. <sighs> Make a difference. Like, for instance, if a woman is on top, a lot of times I will prop her, hold her waist, and I'll, I'll, I'll hold her waist, but I'll tell her to look up at the ceiling. And when she looks up at the ceiling, her her back, her spine arches, Elongates. and then it can go deeper. You can go deeper when oh. she looks at the ceiling. So these little subtle things. Wow. Not only is You're it. Like a guru. Is it, is it feels better. Right. But the simple fact that you're able to dictate this mm. well that makes huge a woman goes god communication I, is wow like he knows he knows what the fuck he's doing so then when it comes to the anal she's like yeah yeah i guess yeah. oh. it's so important to have a woman trust you right and the trust and the intimacy of it is what damn what is See, escalates. the way you earn pussy is the most respectable because you read vibes and <laughs> right, you respect right. and if a girl's not into it you can tell and you you, and you, you just, get out of you there don't want, I, i'll tell you this is a uh you need to teach like a seminar to young people. Well, I, I mean, that's really what the podcast well, I know that's is. That's what the podcast is. But I mean, like, serious, like people, like, like an actual, like, like physically class. be in there. Yes. Well, I do, I do. You know, I do phone consultations too. Like, oh, I do one on one. We're gonna give that information. Yeah, because yeah. and um, then I'm gonna call. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, where's, I mean, where's, I do, where's it, my Jesus? I, I, I want to talk about a girl. I, like I had a girl you... that called me as well. Okay. Um, but um, what was I gonna say? The, so the, the, the subtleties of that. So I had a, a girl that I first. We went out on a date. It was a great conversation. And, um, like, I don't mind not fucking. I mind can't fucking, if that makes sense. You like, might can't. I don't mind can't. not fucking. I don't mind can't fucking. Like, Meaning, I can't. I like, oh, like, so like, 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 if it's on the tape, like, if you know you could have sex, but you're just not in the mood that night, but, you, like, someone who actually, like, doesn't no, want to sex. No, if we go out you? and it's, it, it, we're clicking. Uh-huh. And sex is, is on the table because we are into each other. Uh-huh. Then we should have sex. Okay. 
Um, so you, you assume that the sex is on the table because the, you're vibing. You just know that. Mm-hmm. Just like a woman knows it. Like, wow, but I sometimes I'll suit. vibe with you hardcore, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean... Like, I honestly, yeah, I, I vibed that. and I've gone back home and I'm at, to, with the guy and I'm like, I just, I'm not ready yet. And that's fine. Okay. That's fine. But what we're talking about is I'm not ready. It's not, well, this is my first date and I can't fuck you because it's my first just date. A, like, you're talking about just a rule that people yeah, make up a, that hasn't bull, yeah. anything. Right, it's a bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um... <laughs> I took a girl out on a date, and then we came back, and then she was kind of mumbling behind me, and I was just kind of heading back to my house. Like we got, and I she was mumbling. She was just mumbling, and <laughs> I didn't know what she was saying. But what she was saying was, um, "So I guess we're going back to your house, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, my intent was, "Yeah, like of course we're going back to my." House. I mean, it's been an amazing day. Was the company was great? The conversation, I'm Dante of, of, like, why <laughs> wouldn't you be? Know me, bitch. <laughs> and so she goes, "Are you just ignoring me?" I go, "No." What, what did you say? And she goes, "I said I guess we're going." I go, "Yeah, yeah, we're going." But it wasn't like I was. Oh, I didn't know we. Ladies, no, be direct. Like, if you don't want to go, you don't gotta go. We're going. Like this is this is happening. So she goes, okay, because it was it was on the table. The vibe was there. Mm-hmm. She just didn't like that you just assumed you were going. Is no, that what was bothering her? I think her? she was having a problem with the fact that she didn't. She was afraid that it was so smooth that it was just happening so seamless. I get yeah. yeah and then she's like, oh, it was. It's I got you. It happened so, faster than I anticipated happening. So. We we're making out, whatever. I go down on her, whatever, whatever. And just we, I'm ready to. F- and then I go, you know what? Let's just let's wait. Let's uh, wait. What a move! So and then she she's like, goes, no, I want that dick. Then man. she wants. She's it. okay. You know, she's cool. Yeah. The next time she comes over, she's on her. She says, "I'm on my period," mm. and I go, "That so? is adorable." You think I, I go? Give a shit. I go. You were you you were gonna give me some pussy, right? And she go, no. But you went down on me last time, and I thought you should know that I was on my period. And I go, you were gonna give me some pussy, and and I'm like, I really don't care. That's why they make red sheets. Yeah, right? I was I was gonna say I was like someone of your experience <laughs> yeah, cannot care about. That's a real so, man. So uh, she's like, no, I don't, I don't. And I go, and I. Like get up close to her and I'm kissing on it and I go I don't I don't give a fuck I'm whispering I don't and give she's a fuck like, oh god because that is the thing sometimes we feel in, insecure and, because right. sometimes it's smelly or weird and, on there right. or first couple had, days we had an experience right. with a guy who was like ew and right. then you're like fuck well you for do. me it's just like sometimes there's a, a couple days when like if I don't feel well, sexy like when it's heavy heavy yeah your stomach uh, hurts you're bloated that's get, not but it was kind of like the first couple of days or whatever. And it was just, it wasn't heavy flow, which, I mean, guys don't even know that there's a difference between that. Yeah. Well, light period sex is the best because you're yeah. so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the best. So I always say that's the best period. time and to have sex. Hot. Yeah. And the woman is horny. And it's kind of like, period. there's something like, kind of like, like kind of dirty and gross but fun about like yeah. pulling a bloody dick out of your vagina I don't I know it's fun right, like, right, right, it's right, like right. animalistic like ugh uh, yeah absolutely so yeah. here's so we ended up doing it uh-huh. I was really good and whatever and so she's <laughs> obviously she's I was laying awesome. out and I go <laughs> it was amazing like come on and I go don't move and she goes what I go don't move 
So I go. Then you cleaned up the blood, right? Right. I go. Oh. I get a basin. Oh, shut oh, the moves. Got I all get a moves. basin, hot soapy water, yes, and a rag, did. and I, yes, I wipe her down. All and the I fucking moves. See, you I've had that done to me before. That's the best move ever. You should and be a prostitute, Dante. <laughs> and women would pay you a lot of money because you, you could quit that day job. Yeah, I could quit that day job. And I, I cleaned her up, and then I just covered her up, and she was. But in my mind, it was what. What, what? So now I, I, you, you did something that you were uncomfortable. You were good enough to go. I'm gonna put my inhibition aside mm-hmm. to allow this to happen. Right. And now I'm gonna let you waddle to the bathroom. You're absolutely right. Bleed. It, it's there just, is nothing worse than someone coming and then they go. The guy they goes go, to the bathroom oh, to clean up oh, himself, right. and you just are like left for guess, dead, right. like guess a fucking I'll, SVU. Guess I'll go to CVS and get paper towels <laughs> or something. <laughs> or, he, or he takes the condom off and slaps uh, it on your stomach, what? wipes his dick on your curtains. And <laughs> All right, well that's, a, that's different. Whoa. We're not in that business. Whoa. <laughs> or just something as simple not as like okay. I've been at people's houses for like hours and like to the point where I'm like getting dehydrated right, before I've been offered a glass of water. Here's the other thing. If men, if some men only knew how much that gets girls going, that courtesy, sure, sure. that makes our pussies sure. more wet yeah. than sure. any porn, sure. than any size dick, anything. Sure. Like, yeah. that is what will get you pussy. And, like, Dante went over the top, li- listeners, with, you know, the, you, don't ha- you don't have to get a base, and I'm sure it was, like, had, like, lion's feet and stuff on it. But, like, you know, yeah. offering someone Leopard, a towel, probably. offering sure, someone a glass sure. of water, this is things that make women feel safe, and also that you give a shit. I've done that. I've shit. done, uh, like just, I've, yeah. I've shaved her. Like, I've shaved girls. Wow. Is that is that a kink, or is it's, that just... It's, I Because like a, a lot of people have kinks like of, like, 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 shaving your pussy. Do you use, like, an old-style, like, burrow? Yeah, like, I use a, oh, I let use me a, shave a, that pussy, Mr. Sweeney Todd. like, You go to the I Broadway do, stage. I do warm towels first. He, he reserves the Broadway <laughs> stage. He's like, I'm going to shave your pussy. <laughs> warm towels. He sings a song, makes his own shaving cream. Do a silver tip Dante Nero shaving pussy cream. You a silver tip badger brush. You lather up and, you know... Are you kidding? Me? Are you no, serious? I do. No, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I didn't think any part of that was a joke. What yeah. if you opened a business that was like instead of a barber shop, <laughs> it looked exactly the same? Right. That would be, but killer. you just shaved pussy. <laughs> you would make so much. I mean, we, I mean, you couldn't have windowed. Hi guys, hi guys. Well, you know what? Oh, I this think is what's great. Well, you know what's we intimate just came about, up with something great, guys. <laughs> what's intimate about it is the fact that um, to do it, there's a trust issue. She has to trust you. Yeah. And when you are meticulously moving the lips to the side, stretching the skin, it's it's Getting so horny in, already. It's, this is how you it, do it's this. It's an intimate thing. Yeah. The fact that you're focused on this and you don't want to cut her and you don't want to hurt her. And she's watching you and distrust issue. And then when she sees how meticulous you are about it. That's what creates the intimacy. Well, this is true. There's a John Listen Cusack up, movie where the girl shaves John Cusack's face. Yes, yes. And yes. it's one of the most romantic yeah, scenes I've sexy. ever seen. Sexy. Um, and, you know, and this is like a John Cusack-based podcast. <laughs> <laughs> John, like, like, based on, like, high fidelity kind of. So, oh, my God. Wow. Black John Cusack. Okay, well, in the house. you are the Black John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cusack. amazing. But, he, you know, even the, even the um, I, I think um, even the... The, the, you know, dealing with like a woman wants a guy who's decisive. 
she wants him to be decisive because how can she be safe with him if he's not decisive? Oh my God, Troy almost stabbed Frank one time when he couldn't make up his mind, like reading a menu at a diner. I was like, it's a fucking diner. You've been to one Why before. Are guys Pick a goddamn decisive. thing on the Why, menu. Why are Because well, I, I feel the same way about. Oh and it's a guy. Honestly, it's a fucking dude thing a lot of the, I know sometimes girls are like, I don't know if they want to do that. But a lot of times it's relating to something sexually where she can't decide if she feels pressured if she wants to. But guys. Are, tend to be indecisive in like everyday. Well, it's 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 you know we we're comics, so you know the whole political correctness gone wild. But this is the feminist Nazis who have done this, created these images where the guy is. Well, just and an also idiot. like we, but we've like da- I've like dated guys for like my whole life, and they tend to be like this. Um, I'm Indeci- not a feminist. Indecisive, yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying you. I'm saying the images. I know, like the culture, but yeah. And, and oh, the, are you saying we've emasculated men? The, Is that what you're getting yes, at? It's it, there's this emasculation, and we have a culture of pussies on our hands sure, for sure. Sure, sure. But I don't know if that's of, necessarily of guys who are feminist's fault. I mean, I think that's like hipster culture as well. Well, yeah, but here, but the hipster culture, it's it's like oh, just I'm a. You have guys that say I'm a feminist. I yeah, think that's by like, like I what? like, but no, I like when guys say fem because the definition of feminism is, is equality. We're if, just we're equal. If yeah. that's what they mean, a lot of time that's not like there's no way that I would think that a woman who's doing the same job as me shouldn't get paid the, the right pay. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I was like, yeah, you might course. not call yourself a feminist, but what, what the, over the past hour, what you've told us, you it's, are living there's a, there's a, that there's you are a, quality, a feminist. I yeah. do believe that I, there is a, a gender, I have a gender specific role that I play. And my, that gender specific role is to, to create his. Create a trustful situation. To create a a credible, so that I'm a credible enough man that you relinquish the control. That I I don't take the control. Right. You go, because I don't know. I don't know a woman who doesn't want to sit in the passenger seat with a guy who knows how to drive. Right. And whether or not, like, I mean, you know, so there, deep down that kind of, like, that bothers me in a way, but I know what you're saying, and, and obviously, like, I think, you know, the fact that you've had sex with, like, a bazillion, trillion women g- feeds into it, that. It, what, what you're saying is Yeah, it is, is what true. it is. I yes. mean, it's, it's proven. Mm-hmm. I've never met a woman who doesn't like a strong guy. Mm-hmm. Doesn't but like a strong guy. Do you now, like a strong woman? Uh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so that's well, everyone's answer isn't, mean. of course, though. But, but, but I would say in the context of, like, I, uh, like I've had women who are, have an expertise in something that I don't, and I want to learn that. Yeah. And it's important that... Be curious. I think it's important to her to, to know that I think that she's amazing in what she does and oh, teach yeah. me. Well, so, a, a key to that is dropping the fucking ego. Sure. Stop trying to be better than... No, we're equal. I want to learn what you have to teach. Show me. I'm and better, I'm better. Right. And right, right, right. I don't have to say I'm... You know mm-hmm. I'm better. Do you know what I'm saying? It, in sexually or in anything. Whatever it is, anything, I am. Right. I don't have to say that. It's and well, that's the dropping of the ego of saying yeah you're fucking great at that you're better at me than that teach me your ways right and and just this is just going off the strong thing in my experience um black men are more comfortable with a strong woman handling it just what do you do what do you have any thoughts on that yeah yeah to a certain extent but then you find black women tend to a lot of black women are super strong i'm a strong black woman i'm strong because guys are not being as credible as they need absolutely, to be absolutely absolutely and so they're so accustomed to taking that lead role they don't know how to take that not to take that lead role so i've here's what i experience sometimes sometimes i'll you know uh there's a there's, there's an old saying that is uh uh black women make you pimp 
white women let you pimp. That hmm. that's no, uh, it's a pimp thing. Just like an old thing that you have embroidered on your wall. Right. Just like a, just like what I have, black. what I have tattooed about my belly button in my, in my kitchen. It's crochet. <laughs> it's so my crochet. grandma had it. It's her great grandma. My grandma had it too. So, but Urban it, Outfitters, you can buy it. It's interesting. You'll find sometimes when you are credible enough that a woman relinquishes the control mm-hmm. and the sex. What she'll do is have an argument with you afterwards because she feels so uncomfortable mm-hmm. relinquishing the un- it's so foreign to her. A lot of, but do you think a lot of times why it's uncomfortable relinquishing sure, control is because she has been faced used, with yes. men who fucking suck, right? Sure and, sure, and you have to protect yourself and you build this guard and you don't realize that you've built this guard and so it's disservicing you, right? In well, some base, certain situations, one of the base Philip rules I say to a guy, it's your fault. If the relationship doesn't work, it is the guy's fault. A, a woman is a direct reflection of the guy she's fucking. So if you're being a cunt, it's because he's being a bitch. Well, well, well. Wow. Looks like I just you won the podcast. Cards. <laughs> well, we can we this is we well, can end now. Dude, I could we could talk to you for a thousand more hours. Last question: When's the last time you were in a monogamous relationship? Uh recently recently yeah. but long? it's over now no it's still in, oh it's I'm just still, you're yeah. so you are currently in a monogamous relationship yeah how long has that been going on uh how long has it been monogamous or is that pussy so good so like what you, you were you were seeing multiple women and then you were and like i really like this person bling, it just kind of fell off things kind of because you like this yeah and then did you was there a talk or did it just naturally go just kind of naturally it we still never had a talk but it oh, okay. is that way it and happens. it is you know I, I i say that um men need to take relationships like i don't ever think that a man should ask for the relationship because why? When a, because when a man is doing what he's supposed to, she will ask for the relationship. She'll go, "Where is this going?" But what if she's uh, manly herself? This is definitely not about me. When um, it gets to what, the point where, like, I'm so sorry, I would never. I would. I don't think I would. I don't know if, if I would ever. When, ask. A, when a, if you meet a guy, yeah, and you're emotionally invested, uh-huh. and he's hitting it on all c- cylinders, uh-huh. you'll go. You'll eventually go like, uh, "What are we doing?" Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. I you're, have. You're, See. I'm. So, I don't. But know you. You don't like taking the leap. I. I don't. I don't. I don't like being. Do you think the it's one... the guy's responsibility, Dante? No. It's. it's he should never ask that. But yeah. Because just, when I, he's I, asked, I if he asks, she ain't ready. You haven't proven yourself if she's not asked. Because hmm. you know, as a woman, this is. It, it, she's sure. Like if it, if you're yeah. you're if she's emotionally connected. And so you think the woman should be the she, one to seal the deal? I, a guy should never ask. So what because if you, if you get a guy, he goes, "Well, what are we doing?" And you're kind of like, you know what? You're right because every relationship that's been on the brink, I've always been the one to be like, "Yo, we boyfriend girlfriend." Or well, what? what are we and doing? And then and then it if is. It's, yeah. If it's right, see, right. I I have it, and like in fact, like I've. Ugh, this is the problem. Really in love, like oh, that's oh yeah. Why we're sitting here right now? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and then that that was definitely uh, Frank. He definitely started that relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been really in love two times, um, and both one time was like very mutual and the second time i mean i was totally into it but mm. he definitely was the one to was ask. It a stubborn yes. thing on your part or were you just no, i just didn't even think of it he just like could tell i mean at the start of that relationship he was just liked me like a little he had liked me previously before i even really knew who he was and mm. so he just started that but i mean okay. I, I was i was on well, board here, here's what i here's here's what i find of your case um 
a little bit of jealousy is always important. I agree. It's always important because mm-hmm. I agree. And I'll, a little, and I'll tell just you a little. Why. It can here's, be healthy, right? Here's why. I just hate it. You ever, you ever see a a, a garage sale? Oh Everybody God! Story of my life. I love yes. garage sales. Throw stuff I out of the lawn. Yeah, it for fifty cents. Right? Yeah. When you got to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom. You don't bring everything in because it's. I love where this is going already. You, I no, I, my, I grew my up garbage. in flea market. Yeah. And, yard sale and I want to sell it, but yeah. if somebody steals it, eh. Yeah. But you're not going to take so your right. diamond ring and your jewelry and put it out in the garage sale. Right, You keep right. that in the safe because it's valuable. Mm-hmm. And so you protect it because it's valuable. When something is valuable, when somebody, when an individual is valuable to you, you protect it. Right. You you protect it. You you want, there is a level of insecurity because you, you understand what that value is of that person. Mm-hmm. Now, um, if there's indifference... About a guy, then that's the kiss of death. It's not. There's love, yeah. and the opposite of love yeah, is indifference. I, you're right. It and wasn't. So, yeah, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't indifference. When a chick though. is going, um, can't you go hang out with your friends? Oh no, no, it that's wasn't like that. I'm just talking about like the actual like when you're getting into the relationship, feeling of like, the deal. Feeling the deal. I mean, I was super on board, like it, you know, 100. percent But well, what, what I think what happens is 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 it's that kind of. A guy needs to elicit that kind of goofy love out of you. Want her to be goofy about you? You want her to feel like? Oh my! I don't even know if I'm capable of. But this. I also think, um, Corinne, like you, with you, you guys fall so you hard could. for you. This is true. But I mean, I there's also no have, there's no middle. There's no like, like I'm like I'm like, like a love or hate person all right. around in in, in sexual also, and non sexual even from your persona, you're a strong woman. So a guy, I could how see, could you tell? I could see how a guy. No, would get tell into, me more. <laughs> I, I could see how a, a guy would be into you, mm-hmm. and where you're very control of your feelings but i would just work you into your nuts yeah but this is why i started i decided i needed to start eating black men which goes back to my other question i like what i don't i think why are white men more uh, pussies (laughs) i I know that's not i've yet to meet a guy who can handle it's not a fair generalization i think but it's what i found there's a bravado amongst black men that has to be it's always adversarial even with black men it's mostly an adversarial a black man to me like of every race of man that there that there is mm. black men to me emit the most masculine like i i just they're fucking so sexy and you so masculine because you so can't not oh, like it's they reek it's it. they reek masculinity even a man black man and black man is adversarial uh black men and black women is adversarial mm-hmm. it's make me love you motherfucker so it's it's like that. because it's because it's, so then when you get with a white woman that's not broken like a black woman, <laughs> you know, certain black women are broken. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, this is e-, like I could just be a man and this is easy. Mm-hmm. Like she wants me but, to be a but man. But the reason like you're saying huh. black women who are broken is because they've been fucked over. Sure, sure. So it's like, yeah, I get it, man. Like I get like you got to put that right. guard. It, it's a such a I don't fine consider line. myself a broken person. But in the way you are explaining it in that scenario, I right. I would be considered. Well, you're, you're, I think you're, you're you're very strong in that sense. And I think that's what attracts men. But the same thing that the same thing, same reason why people guys will fall in love with you is the same reason why they hate you. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So but the but he has. uh like the crazy, like when you're in that crazy place, like some, when things are crazy, mm-hmm. you gotta. What makes a woman kind of fo- is when he goes, "Listen, relax," and uh, 
this is how we're going to handle this. And you go... Relax. You just got 8,000 more Twitter followers. Just, yeah, <laughs> but relax is also one of those words that makes people fucking... But when you say it, like, But it's in the context. Oh, I know, I know. I understand. And, and to, to kind of see... What like okay? So the, what the you do national, though is you're on the woman's side. Sure, you're not I'm, against right, but you're with you her. can't abuse me either. Right, and so, I get that. And so it's it's like, listen, mother. First of all, don't ever talk to me out of my name. I respect you. Uh, I expect the same respect. Right, answer and so to that. That this is where this stops. Now, if you can't yeah. communicate with me in the way that I need to be, then we can end this. Mm-hmm. On the context of the, just that, I'm willing to. Would you actually be speaking in this tone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Well, if you're yelling, you don't get the point across. Agreed. Because now, now she's mad at you because you're yelling. Right. So you don't. Women you, hate you yelling. Don't, you don't. You Unless don't, we're doing it. Well, yeah. And when a woman is yelling, and you quiet her down and say, "Listen, uh, stop yelling." Yeah. Then she's like, "Why? Well, I don't. I, mm, we're not going to communicate like hmm. that." Ugh. Then she's like. Okay, so you're not feeding into that energy, and key, key, don't feed into it because you build it up. I guess the best way I can put it is that as a man, you have to. Women talk. You love talking. You tell everything about yourself. You give the cues of what, how to make you make us. To, you you give us the cues of how to make you love us. See, I think I need to learn treat how to be a to woman because I don't like. You, it, I don't like giving a, a lot can't of really, information. You can't really. Yeah, but is, when you connect with you, though, you vibe. You, there's a you're vibe. My friend, though. I mean, that's still yeah, though. But the, you're gonna have a guy who's your friend. Oh well, yeah. See, that's a whole different story. I mean, this could go on for hours. But, but I get, it, I become unattracted to people when they become too good. No, no, there no, needs no. to be a what mystery. I, what I mean is, yeah. Just, but there still has to be the. But if I'm fucking the taste out of your mouth, mm-hmm. and then I'm eloquently your, put, and yeah, I'm, and then you can't. Oh, where, is there a poet you, in the room? How do you, you know, how do you? Okay, he's my friend. No, he's fucking the shit out of you. Right. So he's not your friend. Right. And in 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 the context of understanding, <laughs> I, I guess it's it's anti anticipating what your needs are before you've even conceptualized what those needs are. Wow. I mean, dream. Yeah. Have you written a book? You, I'm actually you working a, on it. All right. Thank so God. We, we, oh God, I mean, I this could go on for days. I feel mm-hmm. like we should have you on every other episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, where can we find you? The Beige Phillips Show Beige Phillips is a show. podcast that you guys have to fucking listen yeah, to. Yeah, Mara, I'm going to have you guys come on. I'd mm-hmm. love you guys oh, to come yeah. on. Yo, we would love I, you. I think I want to have you on separately because it would be. Yeah, we're two different people. We're great together, but we're also great. And also, there's already so many people. There's already three. Yeah, we The five of us that might be. a bit much. So, where else can we find you on? What's your Twitter? Philip, um, you can find me at Dante Nero, D A N T E N E R O. Um, I'm on Instagram. If you go to beigephilip.com, all my links are there. You can follow me there. Okay. And we'll um, include those in the and description. And I do uh, one-on-one consultations. Oh, you guys. Uh, you hit me at savemedante at gmail.com. Yes. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Save me, I really wanted to say one thing before I leave. Yes, can I? Yeah, of okay. course. So I got a call from a girl. Um, uh, Last week. Now, I do the phone consultation, but I, I want to read the email. Can I read the email? To yeah, you? yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Um, Whatever you want, Tante. You can do it. God damn it. See? Um, <laughs> you're, 
So no, this is gonna be an eight-hour episode. It's fine. Like, fine. Like, I don't even take whatever you like, want. Just like batten down the hatches, bitches. <laughs> That's awesome. We brought so sleeping bags, weird. and like if just you don't like, have one, we just, can like totally go like, to Kmart like, and get one for you. Act like so it's like, like a hurricane, so like get like extra water in. <laughs> so you like don't have to leave your house. Okay, so this is what she. This is what. So she listens to she listens to the Beige Phillips show, and she goes, "Hello, my name is Jacqueline. I've been listening to your podcast for a few months now, and I've been going through most of the episodes. And in the beginning, listening was a bit difficult because it was." Uh, as a woman in my 20s, I want to believe that all the fairy tales and stories that women are taught from birth. But now I'm understanding that that it's not true. And I know that you aren't here to help my kind, which I thought was funny. <laughs> but I'm feeling like I'm entering the same realm as Mara, which is my co-host. Right. In a complete lack of trust of men and the unwillingness to open up to any of them because the main goal is for them to have my body. What advice would you give me? Uh, retroactively to find the kind of relationship that both partners couldn't be happy in. Good email. Good email. So Great email. What I what I said to her was, I, I said, well, what are some of the things that you feel insecure about? And she goes, you mean like body type? And I go, well, I mean body type now. Yeah, because you brought it up. <laughs> you brought it's it up. The first and thing you brought up. That's where your head is. And I said, so mm. we, you have to be the best version of yourself. Mm, yes, so, yes, yes, yes. Because yes. the best version of yourself is what gives you the confidence to demand what you deserve. Mm. But if yeah. you are not the best version of yourself, you can't really demand what from a man what you or ask for what you want because you don't think you deserve it and as much oh. as you saying it you don't deserve it because in your mind you're going ah i should lose five pounds on my this or that or whatever yeah. it is and i say the same thing to guys all the time is you have to be the best version of yourself you want to get girls you don't you can't get girls but you your confidence comes from your readiness to be the best version of yourself and it's fun when you're the best version of yourself. Oh, you can give awesome. you and it's receive awesome. that person. Yeah, literally, it's, my whole life is based on just being the. That's like my whole from since I was like a little kid. The self, your self yeah. image, yeah, matching your just ideal shoot image. Shoot this yeah. through the just, microphones to all our listeners. This is what this is exactly. Vibes, you guys, be, this is like this is you just be the best on the you head for life. And honestly, and the other thing is that in a relationship, if you get an opportunity, she said she was in a relationship for a year mm -hmm. and then it broke off badly. And I go, well, how amazing is it that you had? She said, was it, I said, was a great sex. She said, yeah, it was great sex, but it ended badly. I said, but, well, love is like music, right? It nobody doesn't listen to a song simply because it's going to end. It's It's about the journey. Experience. And her panties the song, came off. Right? It's, it's, and then she and, was on my dick. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> and and the, importance of the, the, the importance of the notes is just as important as the silence and the space between the, the notes. The beats, yeah. The, be, between the notes because it's without notes, without silence is noise so you you here you have an opportunity that you have been in a relationship for a year you met a guy who you really like you had amazing sex you had snapshots of amazingness that you can add to your repertoire and how lucky are you that you were able to experience that and even if it ended so what this is an opportunity for you to have that happiness and experience those things. It's not about the end result. If you, if it's only about the end result, then you're a crackhead. Then you, all you're trying to do is get your next high. Mm -hmm. It's about enjoying the journey mm -hmm. of it. 
And even if it ends up horribly at the end, you'll get over it and you'll learn how to end things better. And so when you start to, you're your best version of yourself and you start looking at your life being present and you start to have happiness in snapshots, Polaroid shots of this has happened, like this moment here, like just the, us vibing is an amazing moment mm-hmm. that you can put in your in your album that you'll always have and you're better for it instead of well what's going to happen when my podcast becomes a television show do you understand what i'm saying right. it's Be being present, present of and that and make the best out of it and 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 being the best of yourself and and working and learning and being in the process because then the, we we it's it's weird that if you ask anybody, if I say, are you perfect? Everybody goes, no, of course I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. But then we hold ourselves to a standard of perfection. Why? It's when torture. We, when we already know that perfection is an impossibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And perfection is impossible because as you move closer to perfection, perfection moves further away from you. Yeah. And the definition itself, it's like you it, don't attain, you're not going to stop trying to achieve that. So just letting her know that, look, you, you had a good run. You can have another good run. Be the best version of yourself and experience life and stop looking for this person that you're going to spend the rest of your life. Because if you do it one snapshot at a time before you know it, you're old and he's old and you're sitting on a, on a porch somewhere in rocking chairs and holding each other's hands and you're loving each other because you're in the moment. That's all I'm going to say. I was, I was like, this I is going to get... I was waiting to clap. Yeah. <laughs> we were both in sync on that clap, man. That... And on that note... Thanks for having me, guys. This is Thank one of my you. favorite episodes. Yeah, I was going to say, this might be my favorite had. episode. I, I appreciate think this you guys is. having me. And we me. have interviewed Andy Dick in a rehab facility. So <laughs> yeah, that's saying this is, this that is, is saying a lot. I feel like I've grown as a person. I hope everybody I'm listening has after too. having done this podcast. Right, Take right, Dante's right. words and live by them because... <laughs> yes. The, Follow Dante. See him live performing comedy anywhere you can and listen to the Beige Phillips show. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you so really much. This has been Guys We Fucked the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. Bye. This moment changes everything. The course of blood within your veins. Form your skeleton. See the bones glow as they break free. This moment changes everything. This moment changes everything. Thank you.